And we are live. We did it. The year is over. Hooray! Even though we're Happy only we're 11 days into 2019. We did it. Um, this is an intervention. Uh, we're podcasting too much. Yeah. I, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Tell me about it. Like, three hours wasn't enough, or whatever yesterday was, so we're going to do probably close to another three hours today. So, an article came out today I thought would be a quick, interesting thing I'll read to you guys. P- uh, Sony released its uh, most downloaded games for PS4, if you're interested in that, for 2018. Ooh, go ahead. So, these are all downloads only. So, the top PS4 games... Wait, can I try and guess the number one? Uh, try to guess the number one, sure. Call of Duty. Okay. Yep, you're right. Okay. <laughs> I did it. Where, I know where's trends. Where's Fortnite? Fortnite is not on there at all. Okay, it's split up, actually. So these are paid PS4 games. So the top 10 going from 10 oh. to 1 is Madden, Far Cry 5, Monster Hunter, FIFA, NBA, Gra- uh, Grand Theft Auto, God of War, Spider- Wait, Grand Theft Auto 5? Yeah. Or- yeah, 5. Okay, all right. Uh, so God of War at number 4, Spider-Man, Red Dead uh, Redemption 2, and Black Ops 4. So that's for paid stuff. Then the top for uh, PlayStation VR games was Rick and Morty. I'm going to start at number five because who cares besides like the top five for that. Rick and Morty, Virtual Rickality, PlayStation VR Worlds, Super Hot VR, Beat Saber was number two, which is what I found interesting because of how much talk it got. But Jobs came out kind of late. But Job Simulator was one, which made sense when I saw that as well. Did that come out last year? I feel like it, yeah. Oh, I guess oh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Last year. Grand Theft Auto Five was. Yeah, that's crazy. That Grand Theft Auto Five was in the top ten. It's, it has yeah. a lot of staying power. Yeah, yeah. And not only was it in the top ten, it was like what number five, somewhere around there. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it was number five. That's right. I'm also surprised that three different sports games are up there. Eh. Shouldn't be. Yeah, they're all that popular sense, sports. Too. Uh, so free to play games was uh was uh, Fortnite. separate here. It was Fortnite, for sure. I'm going to do the top 10 for this because a few of them are weird to me. Number 10 was America's Army Proving Grounds, which I didn't see coming okay. at all. Interesting. No. Weird. And then number 9 was DC Universe Online, which I also didn't see coming at all. I thought yep. that was shut down like two years ago. That's why. <laughs> That's why I didn't see it coming. Uh, after that, it's followed Shelter, Pro Evolution Soccer, Warframe Paladins, Warface, which I don't think I even know what game that is. Warface. Nope. Nope. Um I I know the I know the phrase get your get your Warface on. Sure. Mm-hmm. Brawlhalla kind of made sense because I could see uh people wanting a free Smash Bros. clone sort of thing if they don't have a switch. So that made a little sure. sense to me. And then H1Z1 and Fortnite were the top two. Mm. Huh. All right. I also have the PS Vita games and the themes and classics here. They give the, us everything. The themes, wow. Yeah, the themes are dumb. Uh, PS Vita yeah, games, the top one was God of War Collection, which makes sense because people playing God of War this year and uh, wanting to catch up or whatnot. I guess. Number two was Persona 4 Collection, and then Jack and Daxter Collection was number three, which I found kind of interesting. Uh, I, I could see them, yeah. And for the PlayStation Classics, uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was number one. 
which sure i found okay. interesting as well followed by bully and destroy all humans two at number three and one weird. at number four weird <laughs> <laughs> what an insane list like mm-hmm. oh my gosh what what a weird list if people want to know what, what to think if people want to look up more specifics about that stuff, it's actually on GameSpot, and it was just... What, uh, what's the most popular theme this year? Oh, okay. I'll give you the theme. I actually skipped past it because I didn't think we'd be interested in that at all. Is it is it one of those awesome, like, dancing skeleton ones that I'm always I seeing hope on Twitter? I hope it's Dancing Santa Claus. Holy shit. Tropical skeleton dance dynamic theme is actually number 10. <laughs> it's on the list. <laughs> those things are actually great. Um, number one was Monster Hunter World. That makes sense. Yeah. And then Legacy Dashboard theme was number two. That's the PS2 theme, I believe. Mm. Okay. Sure. That makes sense. Okay. But but yeah, that's on GameSpot if people want to check that out. It came out just today, so it'll probably be up there in the most recent stuff. I just thought that was a neat uh, timing thing to discuss. Do you have that article up? I mean, I don't have it on the computer right now. It's on my phone because I was reading my. Oh, I mean, like, newspaper. do you know who wrote it? It was uh, Jordan Ramey or Remy. Okay. Yep. I okay. know him. All right. Uh, this is the top down perspective. Game of the year uh, podcast. Woo woo. Yep. Burr, 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 yep. Burr. Game of the year celebration for 2018. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Um, so for those who maybe this is your first game of the year episode, uh, we don't do a, like a, a cumulative top 10. We do individual ones cause we all play different games. We all don't play the same games. Uh, so it makes no sense to come up with like a, like an overall one. Right. Uh, but let's run through the categories in order that we're going to go through today. It's going to be wild. Get strapped in, get comfortable. First off, we're going to start with. 2018's 20xx game of the year which is a game that came out not in 2018 or 2017 that we played a lot of uh you know i'm just gonna say this year yeah going forward just to make things easy um you know this year uh uh, that we wanted to to mention after that we're gonna be doing 2018's 2017 game of the year so it's a game that came out last year that we played a lot this year and wanted to bring up. Yep. Uh, moving on, we, we are going to be doing disappointing game of the year, uh, which is a game we were looking forward to. We had good expectations for, and it ended up falling flat and disappointed us. And then opposite that, we will be doing surprising game of the year, which is a game we did not see coming. We did had no expectations for, and it ended up being a, a pleasant surprise, a, a delight. <laughs> That's not what I use mine for. I went kind of in an opposite direction, not for all of them, but there was one that I was just like, I'm surprised this was a thing. So I, that's how I went with one of them. Okay. Yeah. I think literally the note for both of mine is surprised that it exists. Okay. okay. Yeah. That still counts, I think. Um, This year we've added best audio, which is, you know, this game we thought had the best audio. We didn't put music soundtrack. We, we just kind of accumulated everything audio related is in this category Mm -hmm. uh we are also doing patreon game of the year which is not a category our audience got to do in their 
community survey, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, this is a game that the three of us did a TDP plus episode about, and it was like our favorite, or we think it's the Patreon game of the year. So we'll get into more of that later. Followed by that, we will be doing the top 10 list. We'll be doing it in reverse order, so 10 to 1 as we go down that. Uh, we will then be doing honorable mentions, uh, and, which are games that didn't quite make our list, but we wanted to call them out for one reason or another. And then we will be doing Pile of Shame, which are games we wished we had gotten to before this podcast, uh, but we didn't. And these last two categories were also not in uh, uh, available for the community to vote on for obvious reasons. Uh, the community did get to vote on a, a couple other categories that we don't have, which is uh, the individual hosts, uh, game of the year, uh, like guess, basically. So once we have gone through 10 to 2 on the game of the year countdown, before we get to 1, we will read what the community as a whole thought each one of our game of the years will be, and then we will reveal our number ones and see if they were right or not. And as we go through them, we'll be, uh, in case you didn't know, we did a, a community survey, uh, and a bunch of people wrote in. Thanks for those who voted and submitted their answers. We'll be announcing what the community's you know, most voted on games for each of the categories as we go along. Yep. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, it's the same thing we've done every year. Hooray. Yep. Uh, I guess just a quick rundown of how the community stuff was calculated. Anything that took a top one spot was worth the maximum amount of points of that category. For example, if you had three options, number one slot would be worth three points. Number two would be worth two. And the third place would be worth one point. And the same with the top ten. The num- Everybody's number one game of the year was worth ten points. And then in descending order from there. So it's based on a like if you voted, you your vote was tallied up. It wasn't just like, oh, it's obviously this one. We're just going to say it's that there was actual numbers behind it. Was it math I, happened? But, yes, I I thought this one didn't involve math because that's how the survey monkey version works. But we did we did Google forms again and didn't that one it's basically just like whatever gets said the most comes to the top which it is the same thing but there's no mm-hmm. like point system i guess it gets one point no there's point every, system like, for everything <laughs> but then like for stuff like 20xx when it, there's like 51 point things i just deleted that from the like tally sheet because there's no point in like even bringing them up at that point sure yeah that one's gonna yeah. have the the weirdest diverse because the the option the selection is the largest yeah um, so that ends up just being kind of useless, but also just silly. Like yeah. whatever got three votes is probably doing pretty good. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, do you guys have, wh- who wants to start? Who, what order are we going to go in? Uh, John, why don't you start with us? Okay. Sorry. Start us I was off? just trying to reach my phone. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we're going to kick it off with 2018's 20XX game of the year. I have three entries on this one. What about you guys? Me too. I have two. Okay. Oh. So I'll jump in and we're going to go for all of them are going in reverse order. So I'll jump in on round two, I guess. Okay. Uh, and then I'll give, and then we'll, we'll give our number one at the end, obviously. Sure. All right. So my number three for 2860 in the year, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, so this year I did, uh, I attempted to clear 64 games on stream. We beat yep. 71. So pretty much all three of my pulls from this are my favorite games off of that list. Sure. That makes perfect sense. Yep. Like that's what the category is. So number three was sin and punishment for the N64. Ooh, okay. Okay. Which was an excellent game that I really wish more people had played, and I wish we had gotten over here in North America because uh, that game kind of kicks ass. 
Cool. Yeah, I never played it. I was always interested in i think there was a wii version right that it, i never yeah, picked up the only release we got over here was on the virtual console they did a, a quick translation for it there's not that much stuff to translate anyways sure. uh but the control scheme for that game is very weird and it doesn't translate too well over to the classic controller because uh the c left and c right buttons on a on an n64 controller are how you move and you use the middle like the joystick to aim your cursor so you, it's a it's a twin stick shooter where you well I say twin stick but like you move your character and then you also have a cursor you fire around it's more like Cabal or anything like that if you play those. How do uh, you shoot then with the trigger? Z button, yeah, yeah. So you're shooting with your left hand and then R is jump, I believe. So okay. It's a really, it's a very N64 centric control scheme that doesn't translate well to other controllers. Sure. But at yeah. least we got a way to play the game because of it, and I and I believe the. Uh, the sequel star successor on the Wii, uh, I kind of fixed things for that. Cool. All right. Uh, right. we're going to go Sean or then Paul or that's me, I guess I can't, I came up with one by the way, so I will join in on, on this, but yeah, Paul, go ahead first. Okay. Okay. So number three for me, it's the game that I got into this year and played a whole bunch of was magic. The gathering. Okay. Uh, the card game I, itself. The card game? Yeah. Physical the card cards. Game. Not not electronics, physical cards. Physical okay. cards. Also uh through tabletop sim, so it still kind of works that way as well. I mean whatever. Yeah. But uh this was definitely the year that I sat down and was like, I'm gonna learn this stupid game. Because I've always wanted to try it, but I don't have a whole lot of people here that play it. And uh I sat down with some guys in tabletop sim, learned how to do it, and uh yeah, just straight up played a whole whole bunch of it this year yeah okay my uh number three that just came to mind um was rainbow six siege oh wow okay because i played a whole bunch of that over the summer i had a friend who was really into it and i had a lot of free time um and because he's on the east coast he would get home around like two o'clock my time um and then we would play for like three or four hours straight almost every single day uh, I'm very bad at Rainbow Six Siege. Um, Cap Can is the best character in that game. <laughs> Cap Can for life. Um, wow. Also, I play Fuse on hostage stages. Prove me wrong. That's all I have to say about that. I mean, you play and, hostage stages. You're already wrong. Stages are uh, So bad. yeah, so Siege was a good time. I enjoyed getting into that. Yeah. Um, again, in no way am I good, but I had a fun time with my buddy. So that was a that was a good time. Cool. All right. And then community is next. Community didn't have a number three. Um, oh, that's right. It had actually multiple number threes. You know what? Okay, there's actually a way to do this because number one, if you do it a certain way, is like astronomically huge. So we're gonna do it that way. So I'm gonna take the top two that I have and count them as three and two. Um, so the community third position would be Chrono Trigger. Good choice. Okay. Yeah. All right. With a couple uh, very high votes on it. So, yeah, good choice. Kind of cool to see a, bu- a couple of people actually not only probably play for the first time or at least a couple times uh, or like revisiting or whatever, but rate it so highly still. So, yeah, that game holds up pretty good. All things considered, it does. I agree. All right. My number two was super hot. Nice. nice. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. so I, I never had a chance to play this before when it first came out. Uh, one of my mods and friends gave it to me. 
Uh, that game is extremely fun. I can see why it has the the high represent rep that it uh, kind of earned. I would like mm-hmm. to try yeah, the I wanna, VR I one at some p- point. Yeah, I was going to say I want to play Super Hot VR. Yep. Oh. My number two is on a different sheet than the one I'm looking at. My number two was nice. Payday 2. I got super into it for a couple months again this year. Nice. And, uh, that Classic. Ga- that game, I will say, does not hold up in the way that uh, a shooter should in this day and age because it is pretty, it feels as dated as it is now. Mm. Um, especially because I play a lot of Rainbow Six Siege. Payday requires like a tilt button to like look over a ledge or something like that would just be so good just like little things like that that you're like if they remade payday 2 or made payday 3 this is definitely a thing that they would do now but it's not in that game so it's uh it feels old but i still fell in love with it again with a bunch of friends and we uh did a bunch of stuff together it's still a cool game just yeah old uh my number two is ace attorney spirit of justice nice nice Uh, i think the last two years ace attorney games have been my number one in this category as i had been going through them uh this year got number two um and it it, it means i'm all caught up on ace attorney games so hurry up and make another one make that switch one or port over those couple japanese ones i'm ready yeah for sure uh community Number two was Stardew Valley. I could see that. Yep. That makes sense. Especially because it was released on Switch. Uh, Stardew came out with the multiplayer patch this year. So this uh, definitely makes sense. that yeah. people would be Also phones this year. Also phones. You're right. It was on phones? I didn't even realize that one. It's on like yep. everything now. Yeah. All right. My number one for 2018's 20XX game of the year should surprise no one because it's Metal Wolf Chaos. Nice. The, ga- the game yeah, I'm actually really sense. excited yeah. to see come out again next year for real. Uh, it's nice. the adventures <laughs> of the American president saving the world through the power of giant robots. Also, the game kicks ass. Cool. Nice. My number one is Rainbow Six Siege because of fucking course it is. <laughs> I yeah, play not it every goddamn on that one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number one is The Division. Okay. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, that came to Game Pass. Right around the time that I had a lot of free time this summer and just played through the whole thing co-op with a friend to the point where I, I was just like, this is super fun. I'm enjoying this quite a bit. And now I am looking forward to getting the Division 2 when that comes out, uh, which is would nice. have surprised me if you had mentioned that at the, the beginning of the year. So, yeah, uh, the first Division uh, I'm really into. Okay, so this is why I changed up the list a little bit for the community stuff, because Stardew Valley got the most like votes kind of the most votes actually went to pokemon but over different games like pokemon pokemon silver gold red like they're all there but everybody had a pokemon game basically on there so i'm just gonna say pokemon one community whatever not even like pokemon go where it's different i don't count those or like pokemon stadium it's just like different pokemon itself it's just different colors of pokemon (laughs) yeah so that was actually the community game of the year, just straight up. The old RPG-style Pokemon. Sure. 
All right, let's move into 2018's 2017. I say we just do the same order, so right. John, go ahead. Unfortunately, I only have one entry in this one because I, honest to God, oh. don't think I played that many games that came out last year this year. I had to push okay, well, two myself, so yeah. Uh, okay, well then we'll just join in when you're ready. I have three. Should I start then? Kick it off. Uh, I mean, sure. I have a third that I can do. Oh, okay, then, then you go. So Persona 5, and honestly, the reason I haven't finished Persona 5 yet is because more stuff just kept coming out, and that's a long game. Sure. I mean, I, a lot of these categories is, I mean, the entire pile of shame is because stuff kept coming out. So. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, per, but I played more Persona 5 this year, and I do really like that game. Uh, it's just going to continue to be a thing I pick at, I think, though. That's fair. Um, my number three is Drop Mix. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't okay. even think to count that. <laughs> um which i first played uh with johns and liked it so much that i waited for it to get even cheaper and then bought it myself along with a bunch of the cards uh that's a great thing to pull out at parties it's super easy to play it's a it's a weird fun thing that i'm shocked got a season two of cards um so yeah draw mix is a is a i'm glad i own that Mm -hmm. uh so the community number three and why I decided to just pipe up with it anyway was Persona 5. Okay. Right. Well, I'm going to say, now that he's reminding me that I came out last year, uh, my number two is Drop Mix. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, my number two was uh, Mario Odyssey. I th- Oh, no, sorry. That's their number two. I was reading the wrong list again. <laughs> so oh Mario God. Odyssey is the community thing. Uh, Snipper Clips was my number two. Oh, okay. This was the year that I picked it up, and me and the girlfriend just sat down for hours upon hours playing it. It's just screaming at each other. (laughs) No, no. Why are you cutting it wrong? God, which was just um, turn, just turn it, just turn the damn paper. Maybe some aggressive cutting back and forth, but like (laughs) no screaming. I would say that's good. Yeah. Um, it's that. Well, to be fair, that sounds bad. But I know what you mean, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even pick up on how bad that sounded. Uh, number two for me was Golf Story, uh, oh, a little right. game on the Switch that I recommend to almost everyone looking for a Switch game, uh, regardless of if they like golf or not. The writing is so charming. It's one of the funniest games I've played in a long time. I in- enjoyed it immensely from start to finish, and I, I desperately want a Golf Story too. Fair. Uh, Mario Odyssey was the number yeah, two. Yeah, I guess we gave that one away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and my 2018's 2017 game of the year is Hollow Knight. That nice. Sense. Yep, that was an excellent yep. game that I'm finally glad I got to play. I'm glad you got Very to, good. too. Uh, my... Hold on. Switch sheets. My yeah. <laughs> um, game of the year... And I'm going to take a bet and say it might be Sean's as well. Was Destiny 2? Nope. Wow. Okay. I have no idea what yours is then. Uh, I revisited Destiny 2 for a while. And upon remembering that that came out last year, I was like, you know what? I played more of this than Snipper Clips. So that probably <laughs> by default wins. Hey, man. Destiny 2 is real good. It, it looks great. It sounds great. It, it's a fun game to play. Uh, my number one game, 
which it'll make a lot of sense when I say it, is I played for a quite a while Assassin's Creed Origins oh, last at the uh, end yeah. of this year. I yep. didn't play it in time, and then I played it for like three months straight because it never ended. <laughs> um, that's why. That's I probably why I thought you weren't going to put it on there because you got sick of it by the end. No, I didn't get sick of it. I played all the DLC. I played everything. I enjoyed that game quite a bit. It's part of the reason why I didn't jump into Odyssey right away is I needed a bit of a break. Uh, but I'm looking forward to Odyssey to kind of be the same thing of like, we're in a bit of a slow period. I can just go through these like rep- rep- somewhat repetitive missions over and over forever. Uh, yeah, I had I had a great time with Origins. Yeah. Uh, can either of you guess what the community number one pick was? 2017. Odyssey. No, you already said that was number two. That was two. Uh, yeah, Zelda. Yeah. Breath of the oh, Wild, yeah. which Makes sense. That's a huge yep. thing that people, even if they beat it in 2017, maybe wanted to go back and collect more stuff. Like that made yep, for sure. so much sense. So, yep. Yeah. All right. Next category we have coming is most disappointing. I've got three on this one. Me too. I have. So do I. All right. Kicking it off for me. Number three, the quiet man. Because okay, yeah. I, Wait, are you saying you had expect you had <laughs> no positive not expectations, expectations for this game? More so that like I'm surprised that it was as bad as it was. So you had negative expectations, yeah, and, and, they, and, and it and it, it was went below lower than that. my low expectations, which is impressive. Okay. Wow. All right. So yeah, that's that's truly a game where you can be like, I'm not angry. I'm I am just disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. yeah. But not the most disappointed. That's coming later. Yep. Yeah. Um, again, I highly rec- recommend people check out our our TDP Plus episode of The Quiet Man. That is quite an episode. Yeah. Uh, my number three was Sea of Thieves. Oh yeah, that was okay. that was this year. I wanted more from that thing. I like. Let me just say that I'm glad that I paid twelve dollars for the like Game Pass or whatever to play it for sure. basically free. Because that yep. had no fucking gameplay in it at all. It was super cool. It was a lot of cool style to it. And like the ideas behind it were good, but there was nothing there. It got boring after like a couple hours. Yeah. So I'll say this is also on my disappointing list further down. Um, but yeah, no, I, like it's coming from Rare. It sounded so cool. Like there was going to be tons of silly fun to be had. And it's just so empty and bland. I, I understand they've had a few updates since then. But even then, nothing about those updates has made me go, wow, I need to go try that kind of stuff. They just seem so incremental. And it's just, it was such a bummer. Like I played it maybe, I had like two, you know, solid sessions in there. And I was like, I don't think I ever need to touch this again. It is quite boring. And that is such a bummer to hear from, yeah. again, from Rare, who made like Viva Pinata, one of my favorite games. Like, oh, it's, what a shame. Yep. Uh, community's number three disappointing slot went to Red Dead Redemption 2. Wow. All right. Wow. Um, really? I was not expecting that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so actually my number three, because that CFDs wasn't my number three, so I'll say my number three now. Oh. Uh, was Alto's Odyssey, which is a follow-up to Alto's Adventure, a runner game on iPhone or an Android where you're snowboarding around. Uh, Odyssey looked really cool because I enjoyed Adventure so much. Having a sequel would have been great. The art style, you know, they they did a bunch of sunsets, so it was looking real nice. But it's just the exact same game again. The, like, flight suit mechanic didn't add enough, nearly enough, and it was just a bummer. That Mm. was one of my favorite iOS games. My bad. For some reason, I thought you said you're number three. No, he he said the Sea of Thieves was lower down, so. Yeah. Yeah, It's lower down. 
All right, we already said the communities, which was Red Dead. My number two was Chasm. Uh, I had heard okay. Yeah. I had heard a lot about this going into it. I had expected good things, and uh, heard it was in development for years, and it just kind of existed. Seven years in development, man. I didn't Rough. even feel the need to finish it. It also came out at such a bad time for it, like yeah. pick any other month. Yeah. I don't yeah, remember what month that came out at this point. But it was between like Salt and Sanctuary and Dead Cells. Yeah. yeah. It was it was not good for that. Yeah. Uh my number two was Call of Cthulhu, the official video game. I thought oh, okay. yeah. I thought if there was one game that could actually do that series justice, it would be by the dudes who made the board game. Nah. Nope. <laughs> it's bummer. Uh, lackluster good ideas not fully realized and just kind of a mediocre at best game uh my number two is the swords of ditto yeah oh yeah you were so excited for that originally yeah this game looked amazing the art style was fantastic it had such a cool premise i was so excited for it and then they made such weird design decisions which i think i heard they like did a total 180 on and put it back to what like people were hoping for more of like a traditional roguelike where things continue on uh but at that point i it had soured me so much that i didn't go back to it it it, what a bad taste in the mouth right away after that first run like that first run is great because you think wow this is gonna be so cool and then when you start over again and you're and it's literally a restart that is harder now and there's no progression god it was such a bummer and yeah just just a heartbreak that art style was so awesome yeah yeah uh community number two was Pokemon Quest. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think they were probably just expecting a little more from it, I guess. I guess. To be fair, like, that game came out of nowhere, so how do you have expectations for it at all? But, okay. Yeah, probably just because it has fair. a Pokemon name on it, just in general, I would assume. But, yeah. I will say that number two, number three and number two had a fair number of votes. The number one disappointing community game fucking was, like, the whole list. Almost. It was wow. blown right. out. I'm yeah. Looking forward to hearing that one. Yeah. All right. I might get some some hatred and a bit of kickback on this one, but my most disappointing game this year was Kirby Star Allies. I I should have done oh, a spit what, take sure. while I was taking a drink, even <laughs> yeah. though like I don't care. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just like for, for the art. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. I. I think uh, I love Kirby so much. I'm a big fan of the series. And usually when a game comes out, I will sit down and just jam through the whole thing. Uh, I just didn't feel the need to play through this one. Honestly, like it, it started off. Okay. And then it just felt really boring and samey, which some people will argue that's how some Kirby games have been lately. But like, I loved Robobot. Robobot was a ton of fun. And, yeah, and the one before that was real good. Um, Triple Deluxe. Mm, I mean, that one was all right. I really, I, I really. Like I, I think Deluxe. Robobot's better than Triple Deluxe. I haven't played Robobot, but uh, no, like it just. I don't know. I've heard some people have told me the DLC might have made it better, and it might be worth going back to. But I honestly got like halfway through the game. Apparently, the game was also super short, so it also mm. doesn't say much, and I just didn't feel the need to continue. Which, for a Kirby game, of all things, is really bad. Yeah. Um, My number one, and I feel I have to preface this by saying, because I played 
the beta of it and it seemed like it might be an okay thing to play with friends i had some expectations of it even though they weren't bought a lot but it still managed to go negative in my mind was metal gear survive it had okay not where i thought that was going but sure it has the metal gear name on it uh i played the demo or beta or whatever you want to call it with a bunch of friends and it's like you know what for like a wave based bullshit thing this is all right because it plays kind of like uh metal gear solid 5 like mechanically and it's just wave based bullshit with friends what could be bad about that i'll tell you what can be bad about that you have to play 20 fucking hours of a goddamn garbage single player game before you can do that you and the other people you want to play with have to put in a bunch of time in the single player campaign that sucks just to be able to play together and it's not worth any of that, and I, I fucking hate Konami for what they've done. I hate them. All right, uh, well, you know my number one that was Sea of Thieves. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that was a bummer. That is and a bummer. The, and the community number one, Fallout seventy six. That's everybody fair. had. Oh, okay. Everybody had a shitload of expectation for it, and they were shat on. <laughs> so yeah, makes sense. Yep. All right, next up is Surprise of the Year. Yeah. Uh, I have two for this one, but honestly, they could be a tie and I wouldn't care. Um, <laughs> okay. I have one. I have three. All right, Paul, kick it off. Uh, so Detroit Become Human was surprising that David Cage could put a story together. <laughs> oh, that was this year? Jesus. <laughs> yep. It was, yeah. Um, it's heavy-handed. It's stupid. In parts, it's kind of badly written. But I found myself playing through it and considering seeing other paths, which is surprising. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have three for the community as well. All right. Okay. Uh, number three was the messenger. That's fair. Okay. Sure. I, I can see that. Yep. Yep. My number two was uh, the quiet man again, because it exists. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Okay. Why did someone think it was a good idea to make a game where there's no audio? Like, honestly, why? And and <laughs> okay. then they made the, so you have to play through the entire game again to hear everything that you missed. Meaning, yep. but you have to like the game the first time around with less features. <laughs> and so I'm just so, it's a surprise that someone, multiple people, thought this was a good idea. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yep. Yep. Uh, my number two was the missing JJ Macfield in the Island of Memories. Okay. So the reason why this was a surprise, because it shouldn't be because I like Swery generally. Uh, I like the subject, or I think the way that they tackled the subject matter of that game, which I won't get into because we don't talk spoilers here really, was very tasteful. And in a way that it needed to be, I think. And then it ends anime style because, of course, it does. It's sweary. <laughs> so this this would almost be on my like disappointing list had I had more of a reaction to it. I didn't finish that game. I just don't enjoy playing that game like it handles so poorly. And I hate that she screams all the time. Yeah. When she like lights herself on fire and it's just, it's just unpleasant to go through. It's supposed I to wish be I enjoy- though. I got that, but I just wish I enjoyed, but, but it's not supposed to be like the platforming is not supposed to be terrible. And it, there, it, it is. There's a middle part of that game. That's like, I feel was tacked on because they felt they needed to have more gameplay in it, which was a yeah. disappointment. 
I, yeah, I'll probably just like watch the end of it because I, I wanted to see it through the story. But I was just every time I sat down, I was just like, I have like nine other games that I really want to play right now. What am I doing? Missing wasn't that long, though. It was like one session. <laughs> it's like it's like four or five hours, I think. Yeah. OK. Uh, so do you have a number two? I don't. OK. Uh, number two was Super Mario Party for the community. I could see that. Okay. I, I've heard good things about this. I've seen a few things. It's it's actually made me want to try it out, which is the first for a while in a Mario Party game. Yeah. True. All right. My number one, kind of the same reason as the Quiet Man. It's on here. Uh, Shaq Fu: A Legend Reborn. <laughs> why why does this exist? Yeah. Uh, okay. You, were, I think you were excited for this game, right? I was excited for the basic the reason it's on this list right now. Like, why does this exist? Why did someone think this would be a good idea? Okay, like, but it, you're saying it's bad, right? I mean, it was not good. It was okay at best. Mm-hmm. All right, but the fact that it exists and wasn't complete trash was a surprise. Yep. So my most surprising game. Was last year I didn't think IO Interactive even would exist, and Hitman Two came out this year. <laughs> okay, it was, right. it was announced that, at E three, and it came out a couple months twist. later. Yep, yep. Although I understand the uh, at least the physical sales have been pretty bad, so who knows after this? <laughs> yeah, I know, but like that's what we were saying last year. Literally, when we get to predictions. <laughs> mm. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, my number one surprise is Yoku's Island Express. Ooh, yeah. Um, this is a weird mashup of genres that probably shouldn't work, but they do. <laughs> and it was, I was just baffled the whole time of how much fun I was having, um, with a Metroidvania slash pinball game. It is such a weird little thing that, yeah, it, I am just, I'm, I'm so shocked that this is, that it was playable and that I enjoyed it so much. Sure. The community most surprising game was Celeste. Okay. Okay. Probably right, not Nick, surprised I, that it came out, but that it was yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, I, I can't think of like <laughs> it never. I don't, I don't. I never thought it like looked bad. Like it came out. Yeah. And then it was good. Like all right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up is best audio, and fitting that Celeste just came up because that was my number three. Okay. I have I have four for this, so I'll just do like two in my three spots. Sure. Because I. I don't even really know how to rank rank these. Yeah, no. Sure. Uh, Celeste soundtrack's pretty good. It is. I agree. Especially because it has the uh, <clears throat> remixes and stuff, too. Yeah. Oh, I should say. Okay. So mine aren't ranked because I really don't know which first. Celeste is on my, in these four for me as well. I love the Select sound, <laughs> Celeste soundtrack. I love that there's remixes for the song. So if you're really enjoying a song, you can get it like twice. Like, that's great. Sure. Uh, my number three was Spider-Man. I just thought all around. That's on my list too. I thought all around the audio in that game is amazing. Not only just like the voice acting stuff, which is great in itself, but the sounds of the city, the music swelling as you're like building up more and more speed while you're swinging through the city. It like everything just hits perfectly. The voice acting is so good. They got Spider-Man so right. Yeah. I mean, that stuff's all like fine, but then the J. Jonah Jameson podcast (laughs) starts. And that's why that's on my list. (laughs) I I loved those yeah. so much. Those things were absolutely hilarious. I, I I wish I could just like 
I need to find like a playlist online where I can listen to all of them because I'm sure I didn't hear them all and they are some of the funniest writing. I, yeah, that was an absolute treat. But again, yes, the stuff you also mentioned, really great, especially with the swinging. But this is, pri- the whole reason I was putting this on my list was for those J. Jonah Jameson moments. Okay, fair. Uh, should I, do you have like a three, I guess, or should I just go ahead and. I, I think he's already read out one? at least two of his. So I, I think already read out two. two. So feel, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for community, they have Octopath Traveler at number three. That's good. Yeah. The soundtrack oh, in that one okay. was real good. So this is where these lists started having huge numbers, by the way, like a lot of people vote like the other ones that we mentioned with the community stuff. It was kind of like close with a lot of stuff from here on out. The community was very together on a lot of stuff so yeah octopath at three all right my number two for best audio was the messenger uh a game that really mixes eight and 16 bit soundtracks really well almost seamlessly in certain areas and uh, just overall excellent sound design on that there's very few songs if any i actually don't like in that game yeah for sure yeah yeah and the and when you you know, not not really spoiling, but when you can start going back and forth between the yeah. two versions like that, yeah. that is super cool. Or when the water muffles some of it, but you still get like the like a steady beat from it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Totally. Uh, my number two, even though I'm kind of iffy on the game itself, was Battlefield Five. That's okay. the first. That's one of the few games wow. that I wish I was playing it on like a big screen with a really really nice surround system because the sound design in that game is absolutely phenomenal and unfortunately might be the best thing about it (laughs) (laughs) so there's that all right uh the next game on this list i'll read is um smash bros which (laughs) is mainly on this list for most audio (laughs) i think The most sounds ever yeah i just kind of felt i felt bad about taking it off because i was like you know, pick some of my favorite games from of Nintendo past. They're in here and the song from it's in here. I feel like this needs to be on my list. And there's some good remixes in there, too. And like, it's not like a big standout from like, wow, this is amazing. It was more just like, this is just hitting everything I want, you know, as, as a video game er. So like, yeah, I think it gets on here for most audio. Sure. Uh, community number two was Celeste. Okay. Okay. What was the number three again? Octopath Traveler. Octopath, right. Okay, cool. All right. My number one for best audio is Tetris Effect because nice. that's pretty much all that game is. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Okay, hang on. I got two things to say about that. One, that's my next one on this list. <laughs> and two, Tetris by itself is awesome. Yeah. So I don't know what you're saying. Like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of good music in this game. Yes, there is definitely a lot of good music. Yeah, it definitely helps out quite a bit. Uh, and man, you you get that like that that uh, subwoofer going. Oh, so nice, so good. Uh, my number one is Red Dead Redemption Two. By far, like my favorite thing about that wow. game is the audio. I was not expecting was- your whole audio list because I've already forgotten what your number three was. So the out of the ones I remember has just surprised me. Okay. Uh, Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2 has some of the best voice acting probably of the year. Uh, yeah. I really like the little things like depending on where you are in the world, hearing a train can either sound clangy if you're near tracks or muffled thud 
in like the way that it would sound when you're like far away and like on like soil and stuff just there's so much little detail in the sound design of that game it's fucking baffling like i don't yeah. understand how they did it i'll agree there there's a reason that guy won like best performance like arthur like not even talking about the writing but the way he like delivers all these lines all is of them. so good yeah like and, and you didn't get very far in the game right uh like 10 hours Oh, okay, so you, you, yeah, you saw a good chunk of it, but like, yeah, just like the, the tone of voice when he's kind of like being passive aggressive and stuff, yeah. like it, it is such a good performance. Yeah, it's yeah, it's fucking baffling how good the sound is on like the horse clopping, changing like sounds depending on how solid the ground is in some spots. Like it's crazy. I don't the horse I, pooping. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get how they did it. <laughs> well, people worked hundred hour weeks. Yeah, you know what? That's how, I don't, that's how they did it. I don't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up. I guess. <laughs> I don't want to know how the sausage is made. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, are you done, Sean? Yeah, those are my four. Yep. Okay. Uh, the number one for community was Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, had a feeling. Like I said, most audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, just hearing those themes that like using it as like your iPod, basically, if you wanted to. Yeah, which is yep. a good thing they even added that feature in the first place. So totally agreed. All right. Next up is just the three of us on this one. Patreon game of the year. So out of the 12 games we did for TDP plus this year, at least this was the idea behind it. We're going to vote and say the three that we liked the most. Uh, well, Paul, I, Paul, I have, Paul said he might go in two. a different direction with this one. Yeah, I don't know if mine's in a bit of a d- different direction, too. We didn't super talk about what this category meant fully. I think it we would, all just kind of took it however we wanted. To I think it, it would have been worse if we had come to a consensus. I think we're going to have some weird talks here now. <laughs> all right. So my list went off of games that I actually enjoyed that we played through the Patreon this year. Okay. Okay. All right. And you're going just, in reverse order, right? Yeah. So my number three would okay. be into the breach. Nice. Yeah, good choice. That was an excellent game. <clears throat> I will say that is also on my list. Uh, it's probably the only one on here that I was like, this was like the best game we played in the Patreon. This is my favorite game from the Patreon. Whatever. That's my number two. <laughs> nice. So I'll, just, Solid ju- choice. I'll just jump ahead because we're talking about it right now. Yeah. Mine aren't really ranked because they're all on this list for different reasons. All right. <laughs> yeah. I So I guess my number three would be the fire emblem i just put fire emblem i can't remember which one it was oh my god i forgot shadow Dragon. i totally forgot we played yeah, i wasn't even fire there for that episode so uh, oh, i totally forgot so about that it um it gave me the most problems because i had to find my system i had to find my wii u i had to find a cord for it the store gave oh, me I remember the, this yeah the store gave me the wrong cord so i had to go back for the actual cord i had to charge the stupid tablet then i had to buy it and then play it but um, yeah, it was totally just a fun thing and like a stupid way to play it. And it, I put it as like, so wait, pe- why is it on this list? Because it, it's the it most the- memorable out of all of them for okay, me. All right, okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, I already said into the breach, so let's move on to round two. All right, what was the communities? All oh, right, this one, there's no community for this one. No community. Uh, no my number two was minute. I extremely enjoyed that game. All right, nice. Cool, cool. Uh, so my uh, two it's supposed was, to be it's supposed to be Paul. Yeah, my two was into the breach. Yep. Okay. Right. 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 Um, 
The next one I'll say uh, is Contradiction. Nice. Uh, I This is on this list because there's probably no way I would have played this beforehand um, or like made time for it. And I, I'm just so this is I guess this is more kind of memorable for me is it just blew me away in how much I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, having it on the iPad, like it was such a great little just like Saturday, Sunday afternoon laying on the couch playing through this game. Cool. All right. And my number one was, of course, Hollow Knight. Yeah, makes sense. That makes sense. I. I had two for number one for two different reasons. So Hollow Knight was my favorite because that was my game of the year last year. And I was so stoked to be able to talk about it for TTP plus. Yep. But the quiet man was on there. Cause yeah, I, that's mine too. Cause I wasn't, I was so You're glad I didn't have to pay people. money. You're both horrible people. <laughs> I was, this so, is uh, my probably number one because there's no way I would have paid money for this game. But I am so happy I got to experience it that I get to talk about it. Yeah. This was my favorite episode we recorded. I was so excited to talk to you. The whole month leading up to it, I was like, have you guys played it yet? Do you want to record early? I just need to talk to someone <laughs> about this stupid ass game. Yeah. There's a reason it's our longest uh, it's episode. so bad. It's yeah. so bad. Yep. Oh. All right. I'm glad that. Sean and I went the same way with eyes. Like we're glad we didn't pay for it. I, I had a feeling when you both hesitated on good, I'm like, oh god, they both put quiet man on the list. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, and with that, now it is time for the actual top ten. And remember, these are individual lists based on what we each played this year. This is not like an overall consensus on TDP. We'll also be right. reading out the community top ten as well. Right. So I'll kick it off with my top ten game number ten. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Me too. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Holy shit, you guys should kiss. No, I'm oh, married. That's weird. Yeah, he's married. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, you do you, man. Uh, I've been waiting for the actual Bloodstained for a while, but honestly, this is pretty good for the wait. Honestly, like I th- expected next to nothing out of this. Like they literally said, hey, there's going to be a retro themed game coming with this game. And it was actually really good. <laughs> yeah. And I know John and I are both huge Castlevania fans, so I figured this would be both on a both uh on, on the list somewhere yeah. at some point. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh my number ten. I was kidding, it's also bloodstained. Wait, no, it's oh not. damn it. You, got- <laughs> <laughs> you almost got me for a second. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh mine is Dragon Ball Fighters. Nice. Um I love Dragon Ball Z, and this is the best Dragon Ball Z fighting game that has ever been released. Yeah, that's true. I've played yep. all of the Budokai games that matter, because no one likes Tenkaichi. I like Tenkaichi. Um, nah, not as much as Budokai proper. Yeah, actually, uh, I do. Well, okay. You do you. Uh, I, you know, I liked the, Bud- the original Budokai games quite a bit, played those a ton, and this is, like, leaps and bounds better smarter and there's just so many little notes in there that are a love that are love letters to fans that anytime i come across someone who talks about this game or who was a dragon ball z fan i have to be like did you know about like if you if you play on namek with frieza and, and goku like he'll blow up krillin and then he goes like it's oh just so good there's just so much in there for for dragon ball z fans so this was a, an utter delight yeah uh, communities number 10 that won by one vote like one point 
So votes matter, people. Uh, Hitman 2. Nice. Wow, I was not expecting our audience to be in Hitman 2. Cool. Yeah. All right, my number nine, Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise. Honestly, I expected this game to be higher on my list, but I just didn't get to play it as much as I wanted. Uh, yeah. But it is a Yakuza game themed after one of my favorite anime, Fist of the North Star. So uh, already it's got high marks going for it. Uh, the, the combat is good, just like Yakuza. It's just as stupid as Fist of the North Star pretends it's not. And it's just, it's really everything I wanted from a Fist of the North Star game. So I highly recommend it. Nice. My number nine was The Messenger. For much of the same reasons that Bloodstained is on there, I really like the Ninja Gaiden games. It was kind of cool to get a Castlevania type game and a Ninja Gaiden type game, but like so much more mixed in there. And I just found myself falling in love with it, especially when the I guess you could call it twist or whatever happens. And that game opens up in a way I wasn't expecting. Just such a cool game. Really happy. I played so it. I like that first half more than the second half. Fair. OK. But and I and so messenger is not on my list, but this is like the only time I'll get to talk about it really. I just want to say that shopkeeper, if we had a character of the year, that would have been my number one. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly like, good dialogue in that game. Oh, yeah, no, the dialogue, <laughs> the dialogue is, is real strong so in funny. Messenger. Yeah. Like, it is so, so funny. Yeah. Uh, like, on, like it's on the nose. It's it's tongue-in-cheek. It is so good. Um, and that's also part of the reason I'm not a huge fan of the second half is he basically stops talking to you in the second half. Mm. All, like, it's like 90% of his dialogue is in the first half of that game. And then he does some exposition stuff in the second half. And that's about it. There's no more, like, super long stories that are either there for no reason or just to like goof on the main character. Like, yeah, uh, that, that shopkeeper is incredible. I'm waiting to see what that DLC is going to be for that game. Yep. Is there DLC? Yeah. It's a beach party DLC. That sounds great. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to okay. be just as stupid. I'm excited. All right. What's game uh, number nine for community? It's me first. Never mind. Uh, I thought it was you for number some nine. I forgot. <laughs> yep. Uh, my number nine game is Donut County. Nice. Nice. Okay. A, a game I can recommend to literally anyone. It is so easy to play. It's basically reverse Katamari. You control a hole in the ground that is being controlled by uh, an asshole raccoon, and and like it is, it is, it is funny. The music's great. It's super easy to play, and having it on the phone was just a delight. If, again, if you have a, if you have a phone, like pick it up. It's five dollars, I think. It's maybe like two, three hours in total, but it is like such a tight, well done experience that is easily my favorite mobile game of last year. Cool. So the number nine uh, for the top ten community was Kirby Star Allies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. My number eight. Um, not a full game, but still surprising enough to make the list. Delta Rune. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know you played this. Okay. Yeah. So uh, honestly, like, I'm not gonna lie. I thought Toby Fox was gonna be a one trick pony. I kind of did too. Perfectly honest. And yep. when I played Delta Rune, I was like, "Holy shit! He still has it." Mm-hmm. Like, I am legit excited for the rest of that game when it comes out. Uh, it was surprisingly fun. New characters and old all entertained. Uh, the combat was different yet similar. Like it was just surprisingly pleasant experience. And I makes me feel good that 
Toby's just not only going to be known for Undertale from here on out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number eight for me was Mega Man 11. I was expecting this game to not be very good. Instead, I fucking fell in love with it. It just scratches that itch that uh, Mega Man 9 and 10 didn't for me. Even though they had, like, the style for it, they didn't feel right to me for some reason. And, like, this is kind of the more modernized version of a Mega Man game, but uh, it still, like, harkens back to that, how I felt playing those other games. So I just absolutely fell in love with it and couldn't stop playing it. This is, like, the first time a Mega Man game has really made me want to, like, try it out. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll probably pick it up on a sale. Mm. Uh, Cool. So... My number eight is Yoku's Island Express. Um, basically the same reasons I set up in Surprising. This was super fun yeah. the whole way through. Um, I highly recommend it. I feel like this is kind of, I said it you know months ago, kind of the sleeper hit that I felt um, SteamWorld Dig 2 was. Uh, it is a weird mashup of genres that shouldn't work, but does so in a really great way. Yep. Uh, and I recommend it quite a bit. Absolutely delightful game. Community number eight was God of War. Oh, wow. Yep. All right. That makes sense. Number seven for me, Into the Breach. Uh, Honestly, I didn't like FTL all that much, so I didn't think I was going to like Into the Breach. But it ends up it's actually the kind of strategy game I wanted versus what FTL was. So uh, I just like the the chess aspect of it and just trying to solve the puzzle. Like, how do I cause the least amount of problems for myself getting through here? It was honestly a ton of fun. Into the Breach is on my list. It's further down, but I'll say my piece now. Uh, I, I loved it. It was in my, you know, my Patreon list for actually being my favorite Patreon game. Uh, I am a fan, a big fan of FTL. Um, so this just had a kind of similar, like hardcore strategy aspect to it that I, I really enjoyed. The I think the music's good. The, the mechs are super fun. They're all super different. Being able to customize them with like rocket punches or like electric whips is just super cool from like, if, if this was in real life, this would be awesome. These, these mechs come down from the future and are fighting giant bugs. Like the, the whole story and aspect of it is is super cool to think about. And I love having it on the Switch. I'm so glad it's on the Switch because I missed out on FTL being mobile because they didn't do a phone version and I don't really carry my iPad around. So having this on the go is exactly what I wanted. Sure. Uh, number seven for me was Yoku's Island Express. It all right. Pinball Metroidvania. What else could you want? <laughs> uh, I'll say my number seven then, and that's Moonlighter, uh, which I came to pretty late. Uh, and I played the Switch version, which uh, in some of the dungeons doesn't run great when uh a lot of the enemies are attacking you at once. But either way, that game is so well designed, so just tightly put together that I had so much fun and enjoyment, but like little things where it's like, if you you can make a wish list and then items that you pick up, if you need them for your crafting, they'll have like a special star on them. So you can easily keep track of what you should sell and what you shouldn't. And even like the selling mechanic was tons of fun having to like tackle thieves that were coming into your store. So anytime you got tired with like the dungeon crawling, you could go do some selling. And then if you got tired of the selling, you go do some dungeon crawling uh, the, the ending is a weird twist that I'm not like super fond of, but it's like pretty whatever doesn't quite matter. The The crux of it was that I had so much fun with the, the entirety of that game. Sure. 
Okay, we're at number seven, right? So yep. community seven was Marvel Spider Man. Nice. That also makes sense. All right. My number six was Minute. Again, another Patreon one. I just really like the idea of like a super quick RPG where each turn is basically one minute. You need to figure out the puzzles as fast as you can that make progress. And they kind of in the other modes and even in the original mode, they kind of make ways to waste your time to make you just have to give up turns to figure out stuff. It was con- like really charming and fun. I enjoyed playing through all the modes. Yeah. Right on. My number six with Dead Cells. Oh, yeah, Dead I guess Cells that's also on my list. Yeah. It's further down. Okay. Uh, I guess the big thing about Dead Cells is, like I said before with Bloodstained, huge Castlevania fan. It's cool to have kind of like a modernized version of that kind of like gameplay of the side-scrolling, not beat-em-up, but like weapon-based platformy thing in like a roguelike yeah, format. Yeah, like a platformer with a focus on combat. Yeah. It, and yeah, no, I don't know. It's just... It seems like it could have gone so wrong, but it went so right. Like, they just got it perfect. The feeling of uh, being able to dodge and, like, actually do stuff with the different weapons, how many different weapons there are and how different they all feel and different strategies that revolve around all of them. Even the fact that, like, shields sucked ass for a long time and then they actually, like, made them a viable strategy up to, like, one that I use frequently... I don't know. It's really cool, especially with the latest update, making it so that like you can actually just choose what you want on your run if you want to. Or you can just go with the standard like whatever we give you. You can build a run around Very, Just a very cool game. Well done all around. Yeah, I'll, I'll add on. I think it looks great uh, despite being like a, a pixel art aesthetic. Like it, there's so much cool detail. The lighting is really great. All those environments have a very distinct look that is unique from one another. Uh, it was so cool coming into a new area. And for the most part, just being like utterly afraid of what this new, yeah. like red soaked ossuary is going to involve. <laughs> and it's like, Oh shit. I know there's just something like absolutely fucked on this stage. And, and yeah, there, and there probably are. is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um and then learning the enemy movement uh and also the character movement is just so tight. Is. You start with a double jump for one. That can't be emphasized enough. So I'll say it a second time. <laughs> you start with a double jump. That's the best video game mechanic. Yeah. And then that dodge is awesome. You can cancel all of your moves by bringing by using a different one. You get to like wall run, leap off walls, smash the ground with you know with ground pounds, which is a, a rolling through doors to stun people is awesome attacking through doors to stun people like there's just so much depth to the combat um and that's not even getting into like the different weapons yeah that, that's just what your character can do from the get-go yeah um the music also really great and i loved the tiny little bits of narrative throughout it like this weird mystery of like what happened to this world what was going on in this messed up prison with the prisoners and stuff like that like it's a game i haven't beat i don't know if i'll ever beat it because that final boss is ridiculous mm-hmm. um but i i have had so much fun just like you know beating my head against the wall that is dead cells for sure all right community number six Sean. oh no wait was that six that was yeah. six okay so my number six then oh sorry uh yeah. yep my number six is astrobot uh, another late game that was m- maybe one of the most just joyous and and like heartwarming games I played last year. Um, 
this game came out of nowhere as the sequel to that weird video camera streaming service that <laughs> launched with the PlayStation that everyone was having sex on. Yeah. Um, with a little robot in the corner. And then he went on to have a really great platformer. Every stage is distinct and it uses VR in such a like awesome way. It's it just borders on gimmicky, but in like you like useful and actual enjoyable movements you're doing with the with the headset. You know, you're peering around corners, you're having to blow flowers, you're, you know, spraying water and stuff, throwing ninja stars like every stage. They did the really smart thing that Nintendo does where they introduce a mechanic and they know not to overdo it and they get out of there fast, leaving you wanting more. Like I I am gripping my hands in frustration that there is not an Astrobot 2 yet. I I cannot wait for that. I hope this game sold enough that there is an Astrobot 2 cuz it was absolutely fantastic and honestly, if anyone gets a PlayStation VR to the point of like Zelda and Mario Odyssey with people with the Switch, if you don't have Astrobot, you're doing it wrong. This is almost <laughs> a must play for you know this peripheral. I, I it is so good. Yeah, it's too bad it's VR only. That sucks. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a bummer because not enough people will get to play it. Yeah. But even if they came out with like a flat screen version of it, I would almost be like, you have you are fundamentally missing what is making Astrobot so great. Mm-hmm. Like being in these environments with him, having him like wave at you because he knows you're looking at him when he runs by. <laughs> yeah. Like there's there's so many cool <laughs> things. Leaning over your chair so you can look down a chasm to see a hidden secret yeah this is a game that needs to be in vr and i i i wish people could get to see it sooner or later okay community number six was pokemon let's go blank just whatever version sure i kept them together yeah yeah all right top five my number five was smash five smash ultimate okay yeah uh i'm gonna be honest going into smash five i thought i was done with smash brothers i kind of was not excited for it all was kind of uninterested it's really good (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I feel pretty similar like it was just like oh i'll buy it because it's smash yeah it's got a a fleshed out single player mode it's got a giant roster i most of the new additions i like there's too many fire emblem characters (laughs) (laughs) that's coming from a person who has played all the fire emblem games in the states there's too many fire emblem characters (laughs) Yeah, uh, I thought I was done with Smash, and it brought me back in. It's yeah. it's really good. Yeah, and yeah. It, I feel like no one's really talking about it anymore. Uh, and I hope people will keep talking about it when other characters come out. But it was one of those like kind of moments throughout the year where it's like everyone on Twitter is playing this. Like everyone I know who has a Switch is playing this, so I have people to play with, and that's great. And talk about it with, like, that's great. Mm. No. My number five, Celeste. I my number five is also Celeste. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I rem- like I remember us watching the Nintendo Direct and we saw like just a snippet of it, and I thought that looks kind of you know, like a weird like Meat Boy thing almost. Like it looked like a hard platformer, and that's exactly what it is, but with so much more input in there. Like every time it. Every time there's a new stage and area, I would got excited to see what the new gimmick was and like what I could learn. But more importantly, how they built uh, levels around it, because I felt that the level design around like the things that they were asking you to do was very good. And the pacing for it was very good. Like it started off not 
necessarily easy right away, like a little difficult, but then it kind of pushed the limits of what you could do to a point where some things felt damn near impossible, yet I beat that game completely. Like, I, which, well, except the seasides, because I was done by then. I didn't do any of that stuff. I got to, like, through B-sides and... Yeah, it's nice that there's the option there if you want to keep, keep going, going for more for sure. Um, and I think I think the reverse is also true. This is this is a difficult game. Yeah, but it is one of the best examples of like games with like accessibility a good use of accessibility options. That's exactly yeah. the, the word I was looking for. You can turn on an extra like like a triple jump if you want mm-hmm. uh, just to like get through it. And honestly, the story is good enough that you should just get through it. Like, don't worry about turning the accessibility on. And I think that also sets it apart from Meat Boy. Uh, Meat Boy has a has a fine story. It's kind of just like a a rescue tale. Yeah, but wouldn't say it has a story even (laughs) really. But like, it's it's pretty it's pretty shallow. I'm just saying Meat Boy doesn't have a bad story is kind of what I was trying to say. But Celeste has like a heartwarming story. Like it was on the games for change list on the game awards i believe mm-hmm. and i think it earns a slot there i don't remember if it won um i feel like it did but like it won sound yeah. i think that was what i know i know i know one soundtrack or sound or something like that i don't know if it won games for change i think maybe florence won that mm, yeah maybe that might be anyway regardless it deserved the nomination like that there's a whole section about her like having an anxiety attack and having to focus on a feather and breathe through yeah. it like which is you're playing at like a Twitch platformer this whole time. And now you need to sit there and make sure that the, the feather doesn't get too low on the screen. Like yeah. it's like, it slows down incredibly. Like there is a focus to that story. Like, so like there are so many things this game has going for it. Yeah. And we haven't even talked about the soundtrack. That soundtrack's great. Yep. I think it was all on our best audio. Like all three of us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Celeste is, is really good. Um, and I think it was like a big get win for the switch. I feel like most people played it on the switch this year. Yep um also shout out it's from a canadian developer so there you go yeah from matt thorson in vancouver really good yep that was your number five as well right yeah that was both your fives okay yep so number five for the community then the messenger nice yeah uh someone in the chat is saying that celeste won indie game of the year and games for impact and it was nominated for Game of the Year. That's right. That's it was right. like the only indie game nominated for Game of the Year. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Oh, hi, buddy. Number four, <laughs> Spider-Man for PS4. Sure. I that's hate open world games. On my list. I hate yeah. open world games, but that's a fun game. Yeah. The feeling, <laughs> the feeling of motion in that game is real good. Uh, I just wish it didn't take a while to get used to the combat. Like I went into that combat expecting, I guess Batman Arkham style. And it sort of is, but sort of isn't because it wants you to focus on aerial combat. Cause Spider-Man kind of just gets wrecked on the ground. (laughs) Yeah, He does. But like, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that, but I'll, I'll say my piece afterwards. All right. Uh, but, uh, no, I, I like it. I like it a lot. It basically made me like anytime an open world game actually keeps me interested. That is uh, a sign of a good game because that's just not my genre anymore. And uh, I just like all the like, the little Spider-Man like novelties and like throwbacks yeah. to everything there. And like, even though this is technically like a different universe with like different character setups, I just like the way they went with everything on it. I think it's a good game. Yeah, for sure. this is on my list as well. Yep. yep. It's further up, but I'll, you know, I'll say my piece now. Um, I disagree with the combat. 
I think it's extremely Batman. And I didn't do a lot of the aerial stuff. Like I wasn't good at like the swing kick Mm -hmm. ever. Um, so most of my fighting was on the ground or using, or just spamming the gadgets. Cause you get some weird gadgets. Like for whatever reason, he has a giant fan that knocks people into the air. <laughs> um, but like the impact web sliding under people, like it's so kinetic. Uh, so I, I loved the combat the whole time. Yeah. The um, combat's really good. But, but you know, even going outside of the combat, like that story in Spider-Man is ridiculously good. Yeah like better than it should be for spider-man to the point where people and you know arguably rightfully so is saying this is one of the best incarnations of spider-man we've seen in a long time last year was really good for spider-man yeah in general yeah, yeah like, it was. We're, we're we're on a spider-man renaissance we are extremely yep. lucky yep um for sure but like john did you finish the game we no. can't talk about the end yeah i'm not going to talk about the end but i just wanted to touch on the like the final fight is so good the yeah. story like it, the way the story comes together the the conversations going on between you and the villains at the end are just are, like are so great you're t- when it was in the trailer so this isn't much of a spoiler but like when the sinister six are like breaking out of prison yeah and they're not even the final boss um and and then you have to like fight two of them at the same time like that those fights are cool and this the way peter can like just take them out with ease because he he's like a veteran spider not not a veteran spider-man but he's done this for years yeah. it's not just an origin story like he knows these people are small fry he'll put them back in jail and it's like and you actually feel like that you're literally like yo get out of my way there's something bigger going on right now yeah. and like the stakes are raised honestly honestly my only complaint is the all the crimes especially with um like the sable force oh in that God. last third they beat you down so much <laughs> yeah like there's just too much of that kind yeah. of going on apart from that i enjoyed that this game i almost platinumed like probably one of the, the only game i ever got this close to platinuming um and again the j jonah jameson mm-hmm. stuff is so great um but yeah i i can't believe i loved the story in a spider-man game this much it's i, I can't good. wait for the next one yep yep it's so good we're at number four, right? Yep. Yep. My, my number four was Warhammer Vermintide 2. Just nice. A okay. Straight up, really, really good four player co op game that Left for Dead. I absolutely love playing. And if uh, I could find people to play it more regularly with, I would. I still play it single player late at night by myself with random people all the fucking time. Like, all the time. So. That was a huge get for Game Pass. Like, I mm-hmm. loved that that came to Game Pass. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's just really, really good. There's not a whole lot to say about it because you kind of need the friend thing to go like that or playing it to really get the most out of it. But I'm at the point where I'm just hopelessly addicted to it and I keep going in to level up my other characters. Like I have my character set for when another a certain three people and I play. And then when I want to do random stuff, I have another character set. So like, yeah. I don't know. It's just so good. That's dedication. It's really, really good. Yep. Uh, my number four, we already talked about it, but it was Into the Breach. Okay. Nice. All right. Number four for the community, and this is where the uh, there it's not so close anymore. The top four had a lot of votes between them. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 was All number right. four. All right. Cool. My number th- Both the community's number four and their top disappointed game. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. That's a polarizing game. I could see. Uh, that, oh, no, 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 no. This one was Fallout. Yes, but it was. Sorry, you're it was right. like it number was, two. It was on. It was two three. Or three yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. 
Speaking of three, my number three is Tetris Effect. I didn't. I love Tetris, uh, but I don't really feel the need to buy any more versions of Tetris. I am glad I bought this version of Tetris because I love Luminous. I love what that studio does, and they basically, in my opinion, made one of my favorite versions of Tetris from here on out. Cool. Yep. Right on. It's an amazing presentation. The music's good. The way that uh, even all your movements work with the music and the sound effects itself is great. There's so many different yep. skins. So there's like, if you don't like one skin, you can easily just jump to another one. They're doing like weekly events. There's a bunch of extra modes. I really like the mystery mode because it's the most trolly freaking mode I've ever played in a Tetris game ever. I just really recommend it. It's it maybe a little hard to recommend to some people with a price tag because I believe it's it was close to full price when it came out. It's no, it like, came out at forty. Okay, so that that would here. be like fifty American. or sixty up here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's I think it's actually worth the price if you like Tetris. Yeah. The fact that I got that game for 20 bucks was That's, yeah. such an g- amazing deal for yeah. me. I was shocked when that hit 20 for me. Um, I, I do want to just briefly say Tetris is great. There's a stage, I, I don't know if it's called Ying and Yang or Ying Yang. Um, that song is, that song slaps. So <laughs> look up that song. All right. Yin Yang from Tetris Effect. Got it. Yep. Uh, my number three is God of War. I love the direction they took that series in. Uh, I was really into God of War 1, and I progressively got less and less into that series as they kept coming out to the point where after 3, I was like, I don't care anymore. And uh, this made me care a whole lot. I love that setting. I love the Norse mythology setting for pretty much anything. So just right away, they had my attention. And then just the way combat uh, feels in that game is just the way I like combat in video games. I like being able to choose between different ways to uh, accomplish a certain thing and more methodical, uh, like, I don't, just deliberate combat is probably the way I would put it. Uh, On a more artificial level, I just like how it feels when you throw the thing and then bring it back to you is, that's just dope. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Um, And yeah, like, it's just a beautiful looking game. It sounds really good, like the sound design in it's very good, and uh, I was engaged the whole time through it. The only thing that I didn't do is I didn't finish off the uh, angel fights or whatever because stuff started coming The Valkyries, yeah, because stuff started coming yep. out, and I honestly, I burned out on it. I played it too much. They are so difficult. That is like, yeah. that is dedication. Yep. Sean, your number three. Uh, my number three was Dead Cells. Which okay. We about. All right, cool. Community number three was Octopath Traveler. Nice. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. All right. My number two was Dragon Ball Fighters. So nice. uh, just like I felt I was never really felt the need to get another Tetris game, uh, I didn't really feel the need to get into any more fighting games. <laughs> sure. And but you're a huge Dragon Ball Z fan, I so actu- let's go. I actually do like Dragon Ball <laughs> Z a lot, but like sure. that game plays really well. Like that's that's what Marvel should have been. Yep. Marvel vs. Capcom. So, uh, yeah, play it if you like fighting games. Or Dragon Ball Z. Or Dragon Ball Z. Yep. My only Wish gripe it. about the game is the single player is really, really boring. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep. The fact that it has a single player is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but the, the, fact, the fact they put the effort into, like, doing a story, though, is kind of why I don't really dock too many points for it. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. With a unique, with an original character. Yep. So. Do not steal. <laughs> Uh, my number two was Marvel Spider-Man as a huge Spider-Man fan. I felt that he hadn't been done justice for a long time and this game did it. 
for sure. Yeah, it got everything right in the way that I like Spider-Man. Nice. And it's real good. But more importantly, maybe that it builds it the way it ends, it builds in a way that it could introduce something real cool for future Spider-Man games if they keep going with that. So, yeah, and for all the reasons that Sean and Jean brought up earlier, it's just absolutely phenomenal game. One of the highlights of the year. One of the few games I 100%ed, so. Nice. Now, we're number two, right? Number two. So my number two was Spider-Man. All right, there you go. Oh, okay. Uh, number two, by huge margin for a community, was Celeste. Nice. All right. Good choice. All right. Mm-hmm. Now the fun part. Before we say our number ones, apparently members of the community had to try to guess what our number one games were going to be this year. Now, do they only have our number ones or do they have like a, a top three for each person? Just number one. Okay. And they were pretty they were pretty unanimous, except for some people either just maybe not knowing us or like maybe caught one episode where we talked highly about one game that we never played again, or mm-hmm. we're just being jokers, which right. of course. Uh, so Sean, okay. Peep. A lot of people think that your number one is God of War. That is my number one. Okay, John. Yep. Almost everybody thinks yours is the Messenger, <laughs> and they are correct. <laughs> wow. All right. And for me, they are correct in saying overwhelmingly that Monster Hunter World was my game of the year. <laughs> wow, so I got they know all of them. I'm impressed. <laughs> Because I don't think last year they were that correct. No, they definitely they... didn't get Paul's because he did a crazy switch of taking it off of Resident Evil 7. Mm-hmm. They, a yeah, lot of them didn't uh... even guess Resident Evil 7, honestly. Last year was kind of a weird one. Yeah, they, I don't they got, they voted they got my me. number two, I think. Mm-hmm. How did that even happen? I, I don't remember. We, I don't have it written down, so. <clears throat> last um, year was difficult. Oh, yeah. Last year was oh, no, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, last year they like I had Bomberman, Odyssey, and Yakuza on there, and I ended up giving it to Breath of the Wild. Which Zelda I think came out as well. For me. Yeah. Okay. Well, John, what? Why is the Messenger your game of the year? This is basically the sequel to Ninja Gaiden I've always wanted. It plays so good. The movement is phenomenal. The music is phenomenal. The story writing is really good. The the gotcha moment halfway through the game is really funny and really good. Uh, I just think it's like the quintessential like retro platformer or platformer game in general. I think honestly, if you like challenging platform games, you should play it. I think it's just it's just an excellent game, and I'm super pumped for the uh, for the actual like DLC. Like Messenger was the only game last year where I was like, God, I wish I was home instead of at a convention so I could stream it. Yeah. All right, Paul. Uh, Monster Hunter World is the addition to the game that everybody basically needed to get new people in. It was finally a modernization of old tropes and ways that those games played that keep a lot of people out of it. But more importantly, it's the one I spent the most time in all year. There were two months in between the um, my stopping playing the PS4 version and the release of the PC version that I deliberately stopped playing and took myself away from it because I didn't want to be burned out. It's the only one that I bought into twice. And uh, I played steadily for 10 months last year and continue to play as they update things currently. All right. And God of War is my game of the year. I'll be honest. This went back and forth for a long time with Spider-Man. Spider-Man nearly took it out. Um, But 
just kind of when I was going through other Game of the Year podcasts and stuff and, and, and being reminded of things from God of War, because it's it's been much longer since I played God of War, I, I was reminded how much I loved every aspect of that game. Um, it, it, Paul said a lot of it. Throwing that axe is so great. <laughs> Having it come back yeah. and just like that thunk sound into your hand is is like it is so good and it, there's such a good feel to it. Um, there's a reason Paul and I did a spoiler cast because that story rocks. It's really good. Like, like the it is. It's a God of War game that had such a good story. We did a spoiler cast. That's insane. <laughs> God of War is one of the dumbest franchises, yeah. <laughs> and Kratos sucks as a character. Yep. And we did a spoiler cast on the story. Like it is, it is unheard of how much I enjoyed everything in that game. Mimir, the head, is fantastic. That's probably the number two character of the year. And then the number three character of the year is probably the World Serpent, because that dude rocks. And every time he makes that insane noise, is like I just started smiling. That is yeah. the craziest thing ever. Um, the weird, like, kind of s- s- t- tiny Metroidvania aspect of like when the World Sor- Serpent raises its body, the lake dries up more, and here's just more things to explore. I loved it. Like, I just I circled that lake. F- forever trying to find every single little secret i didn't want to miss anything and the stories you get to be told about are awesome the whole way through that game also looks fantastic like it was the game that made me want to like yo i need to get a i need to get a ps4 pro like i am not doing justice with this new tv and i am playing god of war you know unfortunately i just finished god of war just before the pro went on like a significant sale Mm -hmm. but like that was the game where i was like i feel like i am missing out um and there are just, I, you know, I won't get into spoilers, but there are so many good moments in yeah. that story for fans of the series. Even if you're not a fan of the series, it's it's totally great to just jump into there. And yeah, I, I that is yeah, is my favorite game of last year. Yeah, uh, I went between Spider Man and God of War for my number two spot as well, back and forth. So I feel you. <laughs> 2017, fantastic year for Nintendo. 2018, fantastic year for, for Sony. Sony. Yeah. So. Microsoft, it's your turn. Yeah. What do you got, man? Oh, you just man. bought five, six studios. Let's go. Yeah. Crackdown 3, they got, come on. They got Gears and Crackdown. That's next year. And maybe yep. Halo Infinite, but I highly doubt it. Yeah, that's probably not this year. So this is going to be a softball, obviously, but now you two can guess who, what the community game of the year was. Smash and Brothers. It's, o- it's overwhelmingly yeah. Smash Brothers. Yeah, that makes sense. By, I was trying to think, like, okay, what came out on a Nintendo plan? Oh, yeah, Smash Brothers. By almost double of the points that Celeste got. Wow. Yeah, jeez, I'm amazed yeah. Celeste was sense. that high. Honestly, Celeste was huge. <laughs> that I, yeah. that is kind of surprising. Usually, our our whole list is like Nintendo games. Um, so honestly, I was surprised when like Hitman Two was on it because I was like, I was not expecting our audience to be playing Hitman, Hitman 2, Two. Beat out Monster Hunter World by one point. Amazing. Okay. Yep. Um. All right. So, what are some games that almost made the list? These. For me, most of these games are like tied for eleven. Like it was that last spot was really hard for me. Oh, honorable mentions. Okay, hold on. Yeah, honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Yeah. I got two. I have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have <laughs> I eleven. Have, I have eight. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, Paul. Why don't you give us three then? Uh, I'll give you two that are kind of similar in kind of spirit. Uh, the Binding of Isaac: Four Souls. 
had a whole lot of fun playing that thing on Tabletop Simulator. I finally got my Kickstarter actual card version like a week ago, and uh, I just have to sleeve all the cards, and then I am excited to play a lot of that with whoever is interested in playing it. Uh, in the card game arena magic the gathering arena which is an actual computer game version of magic is uh, the best way to play just standard magic matches Uh, it's kind of like the hearthstone for magic and i think it's very very good but um by the time it came out i kind of burnt out on a lot of the stuff i wanted to do like uh, playing in person at places was funner to me and uh Magic the Gathering Arena doesn't have Commander or EDH, uh, which are which is my favorite format to play. So that's like the big knock against it just in general. John, do you want to say some of yours? Or do you want to wait till like the end of it? Eh, I'll get mine out of the way now. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2, an excellent version of Yakuza 2, just redone graphically, just as goofy as the other Yakuza's. And uh, like they use the Yakuza 6 engine, so like it plays kind of awesome and it looks really good and my other one was mario tennis aces uh because honestly like they made it like a fighting game with the super and power shot thing and i kind of like that mechanic of it especially considering uh ultra smash i think it was on the wii u kind of sucked ass so it was nice to have a, <laughs> a, a enjoyable mario tennis game again and that was my honorable mentions list i had nothing else on there okay all right i'll say i'll say a few of them um burnout paradise remastered is on this list i i was i was so confused about whether this should be on my like top 10 or not um but i didn't put it on there because it didn't age very well uh i wish they had like updated and modernized that game which i probably would have put a huge chunk of time in um but just kind of like like that game transported me back to like when i was a teenager playing that game in a way that like no other game has ever done. And that was very cool. Like I, I, I adore that game. Um, so part of me is glad is glad that they didn't make it worse. Uh, but I just really wish it would have had some of like the touches like fast travel or, you know, you know, stuff like that, that we're, we expect in modern day games now, waypoint systems, stuff like that. Right. Um, and it just, it is just a, a, a kind of an up res of the old one. Uh, Pokemon Quest is on this list mostly because when I destroyed my wrist <laughs> this summer, it was the only game I could play for like two weeks and it, they had a staggered release on the switch and then on phones. So I beat that game twice. Wow. Uh, I put a weird amount of hours into Pokemon <laughs> Quest because you just have to watch it play itself. Um, so I felt I, it needed us, it needed us like a mention somewhere. Sure. Um, Pokemon Quest is not a good game. <laughs> I don't recommend okay. it's free, so whatever. Yeah. Um, but there are better things to do with your time. Uh and and I uh, but I put a lot of time into Pokemon Quest. Um and then I'll I'll say a, a third one and then Paul, you can just say a few more. Yeah. Uh Moss is on this list. Nice. Uh as the kind of the only other VR game I've played that really uh kind of surprised me. I think the only other one really is like Rec Room and Res at least in my house that I own, but Moss is the other standout apart from Astrobot. Um, that, you know, after Astrobot, I'd be recommending Moss. The fact that they have an Astrobot Moss bundle is um, p- fantastic. Like way to go Sony for picking out these two games that would be great together. Uh, but that is a really cool VR experience. 
Uh, I'll give you a grouping of them that were on your guys' list, and I agree with you guys. They just didn't make mine top ten. Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Into the Breach, and Moonlighter. Just fantastic, fantastic games. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, none of mine are on your list, so I can't really just rush them off that way. Speaking of Rush, On Rush is my next honorable. On Rush is on mine. Um, yep. Didn't make my list because that game gets it, it wears out its welcome kind of quickly. Uh, but that is such a cool game. Yeah. For like the first, you know, five hours, it's unlike anything else. Um, if you were a fan of the Motor Storm games, it's from those devs. I understand it's from a lot of like racing game devs in Europe. They all kind of just move around to different companies and continue making racing games. But I think a big chunk were mo- the Motor Storm people. That's a cool game. I love the style in it. I love that it has been on Game Pass. It's been on like every free service. So there's easy ways to play Onrush, and I would recommend that. It was recently on PS Plus, which is how I played it. Had a lot of fun that night that it released. I haven't been able to find games in a good time so like i think that game might just completely be dead now which is a shame I, well the co- the company is basically dead yeah. so it's i don't think we will get an onrush too and that's really disheartening it's a shame uh my next one is florence um okay which was the only other kind of mobile game i guess except for pokemon quest but that's a bad game uh florence is the only other kind of mobile game on these lists of mine uh that I can't recommend enough. That's another game I would recommend to anyone if they're a gamer or not. Uh, it's like 45 minutes long and it uses the touchscreen and the mobile device in such a, just a unique way that this game wouldn't work on the computer or anywhere else. Um, and it tells just such a relatable story of being like, you know, in your mid 20s and going through like the start to the end of a relationship that I feel that like everyone can kind of understand from like when talking with the significant other is just so easy to the part where it's like having conversations with this person is just not working and you have to accept that stuff like that. So it is, it is such a just great story. And the fact that it's like a 45 minute thing is I feel so fine just being like, yo pay the $2 or whatever it is. Like you will enjoy this. You will get something out of this. And I think it's such a great example of like, look at what games are at these days. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll bundle two together quickly. Uh, These are just, this was super fun and I enjoyed my time with them. Forza Horizon 4 and and Wreckfest for much the same reasons. Forza Horizon 4 is this a really, really good arcade racer type game in like an open world format. Uh, And I wish I had played more of it. I guess I still can, but... um, and another Game Pass joint, like, yeah. man, can I put Game Pass on my honorable mentions? Yeah, really. I, cannot, I cannot recommend that service enough. Uh, Wreckfest is unfortunately probably one of those games not a lot of people will play or have played, but it is a super dope Demolition Derby racer game with, like, great destruction and good racing, good handling. It's just a super good game. Uh, I'll want, I want to throw out overcooked Two there as it is more overcooked and there's a special place in my heart. Anytime more overcooked content came out. In fact, I don't think I mentioned on the podcast, they released some Christmas DLC. Yeah. Uh, I played through that in one sitting. <laughs> that was just delightful. You get to unlock like an elf mm-hmm. and like a Mrs. Claus or, and, and, and every character that you do play as has a Santa hat on the whole time. <laughs> so that was great. You're making like hot cocoa and stuff and fruitcakes so just 
Overcooked 2 is more overcooked. Mm-hmm. Regardless if the if the levels are, are too hard or not, that is a game that I will play local co-op. O- online co-op now. It has online co-op. That's enough. That's enough. That should be enough for anyone. Yeah. How many do you have left? I have two more. I have two as well. So okay. uh, Mutant Year Zero. I just... <laughs> That game's good. It came to it just came out at a bad time for me. I'm planning another Game Pass game. I'm planning to go back to it. Uh, it's I just like XCOM type games, and that's one of those. It's neat. That yep, Mutant Year Zero is is very cool. Um, came out to Game Pass the same day Mutant Year Zero. Ashen came out of nowhere for me. Um, a co-op Dark Souls like game um, with a kind of a unique style fantastic voice acting I beat that uh, like a week or so ago uh, you know played co-op with my buddy that was just a great time if you're if you don't like Dark Souls games because maybe they're they're too hard or too frustrating I recommend this one it is an a, a extremely like entry point for those kind of games uh, this last one I say for last because it was my number 11 Basically, like actually uh, pushed off the list from other stuff. Return of the Oberdin by Lucas Pope. Okay. I just sure. absolutely love that game. Just going through a derelict ship with this weird time traveling mechanic to find out what the hell happened. And you realize that you're basically just looking at the remains of a battle royale that went real fucking bad. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, and my last honorable mention is Red Dead Redemption 2. I would suspect this would have ended up on my list had I put more hours into it, but that game is a million hours long Mm -hmm. and I've only put in probably a dozen or so. Uh, But I play that game almost every day doing a few more missions and it is, it is, it is astounding what that game has done. Yep. And that's it for honorable mentions. Uh, Is there a pile of shame category for uh, the, the community? No. No, because that'd be too okay. huge. Yeah, we don't want to get into that. <laughs> I think we used to do that as like the games they we most wish they'd like, gotten to. Top three or something. I think, yeah, maybe we didn't do it this year. Anyways, okay, the last category is our pile of shame. These are games okay, let me look. Uh, we wish maybe they, we had gotten to. Because um, I just used uh, the same but, survey from last year. So if it was on last year's, it would have been on this one. You're right. It was on this one. I can quickly <laughs> right. add it up. All right. Okay, well, then, John, how many do you have on your list? 22. <laughs> just every game. Yeah, I basically, I stopped calling it Pile of Shame and just called it Wanted to Play. Yeah. Sure. I have three. Um, you have three? I have, I just counted and I forgot, I have uh, seven. Okay, okay, well, I guess I'm talking for a while then. Yeah, why don't you give us like a, a quick 15 there, right. John? Iconoclast. Was really excited for that game when it first came out. Just never sat down and played it, aside from when I streamed the first, like, area. Dissidia, Final Fantasy NT. I, again, fighting games. This hit around the same time as Fighters. Fighters got my attention instead. Yep. Night in the Woods uh, came out this year for, I forget what's On Switch. On Switch. Yeah, I guess that was a game last year as well. Uh, that was my number three game last year. I cannot recommend Night in the Woods enough. Yeah, just <laughs> never got around to playing it. Shadow of the Colossus PS4. Sure. I loved the original Shadow of the Colossus. Was really excited for the remake. Just never played it. Speaking of remakes, Secret of Mana on PS4. Right. Same deal. Kind of like the original on the SNES. Just never got around to playing the remake. 
Detective Pikachu. I just love detective stories, and I just want to see catch the movie, man. I just want to see. Yeah, the movie's yeah. gonna be way better. I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> uh, Octopath Traveler. I me just too. That's don't have the my time. number two. I just don't have yep. the time to get into RPGs anymore. Yep. Uh, Blade Strangers. Again, another fighting game I want to get into. This was the one that had all the Nicholas characters, like uh, Cave Story, Binding of Isaac, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, I was excited to try this out. Just never got around to it. It looked interesting. Uh, same idea, Soul Calibur Six. I did play this one uh, with friends, but I never got into like the character creator or the actual story mode. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, God of War. Wanted to play that, just never did it. It's still. Sit- I would recommend that game quite a bit. <laughs> it is, in my really? opinion, wow. there isn't a better game wow. from last year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, wow. it's it's literally sitting in my two play pile next to Soul Calibur, Tetris Effect, and Fist of the North Star. Nice. Someday. Well, one of those four you've ne- you haven't played any of, so yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Forza Horizon Four. Also wanted yep. to play that. Picked it up. Just never yep. got to it. The cars go real fast. Dragon <laughs> Quest Eleven again. Wanted to get into it. Long RPGs. Yep. The cars go real fast. Capcom beat 'em up bundle. I love beat 'em ups. This is literally just like the perfect game for me. Never even touched it. <laughs> and you guys can probably kick in after this one. Time Spinner was a game that I remember reading about yes. okay. six or seven years ago. Yep. That was basically a Metroidvania. It looked really good back then. And then it felt like it wouldn't say Radio Silence, but like it was only like a one or two man development team at the time, I think. Ta- sounds like time got away from them. Ugh. Either way, <laughs> I finally came out like November, I think, of this year. And I just didn't. Uh, I think I actually just looked it up. I think it was September. Oh, was it even that earlier? I thought it was. I th- I, I think I yeah because um someone uh, someone was playing on a giant bomb and I was like this looks cool. When did this come out? I think it was September. All right. Well, either way, mm-hmm. I just never got around to it. Sadly. Yeah. I'll say I'll say a few. Um, all of these I own, so I own except for one. Uh, so, so I don't really have an excuse. Um. The excuse is Red Dead Redemption 2. That's that's why I didn't play these ones. Um, Detroit, Become Human. Obviously, yeah. I've got that installed. Like, that is the next game I'm playing once something opens up. Sure. Um, at least that's the next game I'm playing on my PlayStation because the next one I'm playing on my Xbox when that opens up is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Sure. As I just said, I'm looking forward to that being my, like, early in the year game while stuff are are slowly starting to come out yep uh, i'll say one more i i'm in the mood for an rpg nino kuni 2 i want to jump into real bad cool uh yeah octopath traveler for me was a big one and uh i like i, I even installed that demo and didn't play it like i don't know why i just kind of never got into the mood where i felt like i needed to and uh by the time that i felt like I could have gone for that type of game. There was too much other stuff to catch up on it. I didn't care enough. Sure. Yep. Uh, John, you want to say a few more? Yeah. Uh, so I looked it up, Sean, you were right. It came out September 25th. So three days before my wedding and a honeymoon, which is why I did not re- realize it came out and missed it. Makes sense. Yeah. And it, that was also like a week before Fist of the North Star. So basically when I got back, I started Fist of the North Star. I have uh, the three uh, community ones, by the way, whenever as well. All right. Valkyria Chronicles 4. I uh, played it for a Sega promo. Liked it. I always was interested in the Valkyria games, but never actually played them. Was going to sit down and play this one. Just never happened. Mega Man. The first one just came to Switch, right? Yes. One and four are on the Switch right now. Okay. Two and three are PSP exclusive. Cool. Uh, Mega Man 11. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. This seems like a game that's right up my alley. It was meant to be my travel game for like three or four trips, and they never got played on a single one. I even I got lucky, and because we left our honeymoon a day later than we were supposed to, I had it for the flight to Ireland. So I'm like, all right, perfect. I'll play it on the flight. Never touched it. Speaking of travel games, how is Pixel Puzzle not on your guys' top 10? Pixel Puzzle? The Konami Pacross game? Oh, no, it's because I don't count Pacross games anymore in top 10 lists. Okay. Because yeah, you guys never. played like a lot of those. I was expecting there it to be on both of yours. Nope. All right. Yeah, but I also had like 11 honorable mentions. Like there's no. <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't even, even on, on there. No, you're right. <laughs> I, yeah. So I'm just I'm surprised because like I said, you guys played that like every week. I guess I don't consider it a game it's just a thing i do every now yeah, and then. it's like I, totally a game I can, it's just a chore now yeah kind of that's actually how i look at it right now to be perfectly honest it's kind of like okay. how i looked at smoking before it was just a thing i did every now and then when i was bored just, just an addiction that was <laughs> yeah, slowly kind of, ruining your body honestly kind of <laughs> okay uh, um super mario party i only played one round of it the multiplayer and honestly kind of didn't like it Mm. Hey, John, you never need to be ashamed about not playing a Super Mario Party game. Uh, but, like, or a Mario This is the Party one that game. people are actually like. And I was just like, no, the That's boards true. are too small. Like, the minigames are good, but the board just feels too small and just not good. Yeah, I just wanted to get a quick, like, shit on Mario Party. <laughs> I know, there, it's so. it's your MO. Yeah. Um, I wanted to play The Missing because I like sweary games. Just never got around to it. Uh... And I want to play Starlink as well, because honestly, I've been looking for a good like uh, ship kind of game because I I used to love Crimson Skies and stuff. And I heard decent things about this. Never ended up playing it. It was meant to be another travel game. Just never happened. I'll say a couple. All right. Um, Owlboy. I've been wanting to get into that all year on the Switch. I have the copy of it. Didn't get around to it. And then the other one is Guacamelee 2 which I also really want to play. I'm a huge fan of that first game. Okay. Uh, For me, Battletech. I was looking forward to it for a long time. It's the video game version of the tactical turn-based mech board game that came out a long time ago and uh, just never got around to it. And even from like the other people that I know that are super into mech games, they say it's one of the best games of the year and just such a good tactics game and all that stuff never i just is on mobile right i don't know if it's on mobile it's on i don't think pc for sure like yeah it's i might be i might be thinking of a different game then yeah probably but yeah i just never got around to it and it's kind of shitty i only have one left by the way so if you guys have more you can go ahead i got three left okay i've got two left all right uh monster boy in the cursed kingdom this was one i was actually excited for and got to play it a bit on stream honestly if i had kept playing this one it probably would have been on my top 10 list somewhere i've heard really good things about this game Mm -hmm. same what i played about it i really liked uh i played maybe 20 minutes of this game and and then i think red dead came out uh shadow of the tomb raider uh sure so i just need to get back to that and i should probably just start it over because what is 20 minutes yeah it's a fine game, especially if you like those other yep. ones. It's more of that. I do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Earth Defense Force 5 came out near the end of the year. Yeah. haven't sat down and played it. That's my other one, for sure. Yeah. And I had it's Detroit just, Become Human written down because you reminded me that existed. <laughs> it's uh, honestly the reason I haven't done EDF is just the timing it came out. It just came out at a bad time. Yep. I agree. 
You're muted. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised Detroit is on your list. Did you play the other David Cage games? I, 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 I love Heavy called. Rain. I oh, think Heavy okay. Rain's hilarious. It is hilarious. <laughs> okay, I guess that just didn't stick in my head. Mm. And you didn't play Beyond, right? No, people told me to skip Beyond. And like, uh, when when Beyond came up on stream as an option, like my chat rioted and didn't want me to play it. Like they literally were like, if you don't, if you play this, like a hun- couple hundred of us are leaving. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. All it's right, whatever. Bad. Wow. It's kind of boring bad, too. I don't know. We did a spoiler cast about it. So can't be, like that says something. I guess. I don't know what Wait. it says. It was you and Nathan. Me and Nathan. I was just thinking, was that Paul? No, that was Nathan. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> uh, okay, my last one uh, that I really want to get to is Return of the Overdin. That game sounds so cool. It's very cool. Uh, community Pile of Shame from uh, 3 to 1. Red Dead Redemption 2. Spider-Man and God of War. Solid games. So, People saying basically we don't have a PS4. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, I guess. John, did you say all of yours? Yep. All right. That does it for uh awards, I guess. Uh last thing we're gonna do is check out those predictions from last year. Oh how my how God. we did. Yeah. And let's make a few predictions for 2019. Okay. Let's do this shit. So uh the way we did it last year is uh Sean, you just like would say, what about this? What about this? And then we all kind of like agreed or disagreed. So a lot of these are very similar. Uh, the first one that you started off with, Sean, was you said Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze isn't the last port from the Wii U. Which is correct. Yep. And in fact, I think the way you worded it was it, it won't be the last time Nintendo does this stupid bullshit of porting games I already owned to the Switch. Yeah, yeah. New, to, new Super Mario Bros. U is coming out like came out today. Week. It came out today or today. <laughs> yep, there you go. So, so um, we'll say you're right. Yeah. Uh, while we're doing this chat, please um submit some topics for us to make predictions on. Sure. Uh, for me, I rolled one forward, and this was Shenmue Three team will ask for more money and ruin goodwill <laughs> fans had. That did not happen. Nope. I think it. Not that I don't think so. I think no, they got I, a publishing deal instead. Wait, didn't it get a mm-hmm. fig? Hang on. If it got a fig, I'm going to consider counts. that half right. <laughs> no, that's them asking for more money. That counts. But it didn't ruin goodwill <clears throat> because I didn't hear an outrage oh. about it. Okay. I don't think it got a fig. No, it did not. Okay. Okay. I don't, so neither of those have happened, I would say. I don't care enough about Shenmue 3 to roll that forward, so we're going to kill that there. Um, sure. Oh, uh, that first prediction? I'll roll that forward that they're going to do that again. They're running out of games, though. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I don't think like, you're wrong. I'm just saying they're running out of games to port at this point. <laughs> hey, I still have some more Wii U games that they're going to port. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Actually, in response... Actually, I'm going to make that a double one. Are you... Go ahead. Are you, gonna, are you writing these down, Paul? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're going to keep doing it with games I own, but they're not going to do it with the one I want them to do, which is Tokyo Mirage Sessions. But won't do Tokyo Mirage. Okay. And now I've implemented my, like, reverse psychology plan. Hope you're listening, Nintendo. All right, and here's the thing I found it on Shenmue 3. Crowdfunding ended in September 2018. 
Having raised $7.179 million from 81,000 backers across multiple platforms. Uh, though this is a large amount for a crowdfunded project, it is relatively small for a high-profile video game. However, Sony and Deep Silver are providing further funding. So technically, they got more funding. Oh, yeah. Uh, I won't. But did they ask for it last year? Yeah, Stay I wouldn't on. consider that right still. Uh, uh, the Kickstarter okay. campaign raised $1 million in an hour and 44 minutes, making Shenmue 3 the fastest game to raise that amount through crowdfunding. It met its goal of $2 million in 8 hours and 43 minutes, making it the fastest Kickstarter campaign to reach that amount. It ended on July 17th, having raised $6.3 million for over 69,000 backers, becoming the most funded video game campaign and the sixth most funded Kickstarter campaign of all time. On September 17th, 2015, crowdfunding resumed using the online payment system PayPal. And on March 15th, the project began accepting pledges through the Chinese crowdfunding platform Alipay. So basically, they opened up two other crowdfunding sources after the Kickstarter, but that was like 2015, 2016. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna actually say because my prediction, it's like I've already, I'm already correct because Pikmin three and Wonderful 101 have not come out. Oh, you're right. Um, so mm. j- I and I don't want to say excluding those two because there might be some more that we're forgetting. So I'll, I'm just gonna Mario say Mario 3D World didn't happen yet. So I'll just say that they're going to announce new ones in this year. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, now that now that people like, have reminded that, me what hasn't come over. Yep. Uh, so. In response to your thing about Donkey Kong, John John said, I'm going to one-up you and say Mario Maker for Switch, a port or sequel, will be announced. Nope, hasn't been announced. So that hasn't been announced. Uh, Then we talked about Smash Bros. Uh, Okay. So, Sean... this is this is interesting, because I feel like I was pretty sour on it until, like, the last, like, couple of weeks. Most people uh, were like that. I don't remember exactly what we said, but I have the note here. Sean, you said Smash Bros. announced no. And John said... Was was it not even announced yet? It had to have been. At the end of 2017? Oh, no, you're right, because I think it didn't really get announced till E3. It was actually an E3 announcement. It was E3. No, 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 it wasn't E3, because E3 is when they did that super long uh, direct where they were like, and the Wii Fit Trainer's voice has changed. They announced it previously because it was, there was like a inkling eyeball thing, eyeball thing. So it was before the trailer was like two weeks before E3 and then E3 was the actual like, here's a lot of shit about the game. Yeah. All right. So I, yeah, I was wrong. It was announced. And John and I both said, yes, it would be. Yep. Wow. I I doubt any of us would have predicted coming out that year though. Yeah, that you know was I mean? that was a strong surprise. Yep. Uh then in, I'm guessing the way this went is you probably said, What about Crackdown 3? You think Crackdown 3 is uh gonna be coming out? And then John Sean, you said it comes out in the third or fourth quarter, as did John. And, no, and uh, this, I actually agree. Yeah, this is fourth quarter. Like We're fourth all, quarter is still March, so if it comes out in February, it actually comes out fourth quarter. Oh, really? Okay, I guess. I don't know if we were if we really had that in mind. But okay. So we all said the same thing. <laughs> so on that one. So I guess we're either wrong or yet to be determined, whichever way you want to look at it. Knowing myself, I was probably thinking like the literal fourth quarter yeah. of the year, not the fiscal quarter. I probably would have been um, too. I probably uh, would have thought fiscal, honestly, because like that's okay. usually when like that's the last chance a game has to come out for a year, basically. Sure. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Good point. OK, Sean predicted he's not going to open his 3DS at all in 2018. I don't think I did. 
Okay. I'm trying to th- let me let me let me open it to see like what's currently in there, and then, mean, I'll, then I'll, that'll remind me if I played it. I or mean, not. it's not 2018, so you can open it now. It's fine. Yeah, give me a sec. I'm gonna mute myself so you're not hearing all this rustling. Okay. Uh, so John and I didn't really make that deal, but what we said was. Is there going to be a new 3DS game? John said yes, and I said yes, and we were both right. Again, uh, 3DS game came out today. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> that was and, it was, uh, and it was a port. <laughs> that that's an easy one. Like we're still on kind of easy-ish ones. So yeah, I'm interested to see. Someone in chat said, "Check my activity log." I need to remember how that even works. I'm sure they could. Uh, what's what's in you your know. 3DS right now? Oh, right. What's in it? Uh, Fire Emblem Echoes. Okay. Which I don't think I've played since. That was 20. That was 2017. Summer. Yeah. Hmm. Um, how do you check the activity log? Is it in settings? Uh, it, it's no, literally an option on your uh, dashboard. Oh, crap. Okay. I'm going to try and find this. Hang on. Keep going. Okay. Uh then, Sean, you said Nintendo will bring back the NES and SNES Classic, but they're still not going to give enough units to stores to sell. Uh, so I'll say half, half right. They right. had enough units. Yeah, they definitely yeah. had enough units. And I'm just making sure we uh, we didn't weigh in on that. That was a you thing. But then we talked about, do we think a Game Boy Classic would be announced? And, Sean, you said yes. John, you said no. Oh, I mm-hmm. said no as well darn yep um i forgot this thing has a i found it Uh, i forgot this thing has netflix who would watch netflix on this yeah i mean if you're desperate i guess some phones are that small so okay um okay this says still no good still no good first party color for ds4 that's incorrect. So DualShock 4, because I was upset that there's no cool colors. There's oh, orange they now, came out with. They came out with cool colors because I got yeah. that Goku one You're that's right. orange and blue. Yeah. And they have that light blue and like the purpley kind of one. So they got two really cool colors. Uh, I don't think John and I weighed in on that at all. Probably <laughs> so. not, because we probably, we probably rolled our eyes at that one, honestly. <laughs> oh, crap. I think this is the first time I've opened the activity log. So I have to go through all these like, here's the titles that we added. And it's like all every game I've played. Okay, here we go. All right. Last played. Oh, no, that's for the AR games. How do you find just overall? There's no overall. Maybe daily records. Hang on. Mm, yeah. Um, Wait, here we Okay, I'm, I'm just going to keep going. Uh, this is a John specific one. He said Devil May Cry 5 will finally get announced. Hey. Yep, that was right. And uh, yeah, I'm just making sure. Okay, yeah. We're split between two pages worth of predictions. So, yep, that was a you only uh, between all of us. Sean, you, John, and I all thought that God of War would do pretty good, would do well. And yes, it did. So we were all correct. Okay, I found out how to check the every month. I haven't played my 3DS since October of 2017 when I was playing Samus Returns. Nice. Okay, so you were correct. Do you want to roll that forward? <laughs> <laughs> well, now he can't. He no. opened it. But why is the back of this thing sticky? It's been in the case the whole time. Gross. Man, this thing sucks. Hmm. All right. Um. right. Let's see if I have... 
Okay, there's another three-person one here. Spider-Man doesn't do well. The QTEs suck, said Sean. Damn, my second favorite game of the year. John said Spider-Man's good, but people will complain about the QTEs. And I said Spider-Man is good, but people will complain about QTEs. Yeah, and then they ended up saying, like, you can just turn them off. So, uh, yeah. Uh, This one's a John and me only one. We both said Mega Man 11 is good. And I mean, I subjectively agree, but I don't think people complain too much about it. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't remember hearing that. Okay, this is where we I feel we got blindsided. New IO interactive game. Absolutely not, says Sean. They're dead, Mm -hmm. basically. (laughs) And then Hitman 2 came out. And John, you agreed and I agreed as well. (laughs) So we were blindsided. I'll drop the ball on that one. Mm-hmm. So we we were, we were assuming new as in like they putting out another game, not like a new IP. I right? think a new right. game, period, because they were okay. we thought yeah. they were dead, essentially. All right. Yep. And then on that train, uh, Sean, you said, do you think Death Stranding will be playable? Uh, Sean, you said it will be or it will be playable, but not fully released. Death Stranding. I don't think anyone's played that, so I don't think I'm wrong. And. I think we all agreed. Yeah, we all thought there would be a playable thing, whether or not it was public to everybody. And uh, but it I, won't be. I released. haven't heard of anyone being able to play that at any kind of Me neither. convention or anything. I'll so. say we were all wrong on it, I think. OK, Sean, you said Metal Gear Survive is going to be offensive to fans of the series. And it was. I think that was right. I think people were upset. I think you're right. And um I'm going to say I'm right in my follow up to it and said Metal Gear Survive is going to be worse than I originally think. And it was because right. I originally thought it would be OK. And when I played it, it was fucking trash. So um, I'll do a me specific one. Bloodstained is good, but doesn't do particularly well financially. Uh, we don't know because it's still Didn't not even come out. Yeah, still not out. Uh. We did Nintendo subscription. Is it worth it? Do we think? John, you said yes. Sean, you said yes. And I said yes. I mean, I feel, I feel like Brothers. we were wrong, think, but yeah, I think I would say no. As even yeah. as someone who has it, like I, I like if, once yeah. I'm done with Smash Bros. Like I, I don't care about the games they're putting. Yeah, in, really. I'm kind of the same, and I like that thing too. I just wish there was more on it, frankly. Just give me yep. more. I don't know. John, what do you think? Worth it? Eh, that's amazing. Because we like, have okay, to. Okay, here's the thing right now. If someone was like, hey, I want to play Smash Bros., would you say, oh, you should get like a year of it. It's 20 bucks. Or would you say, just get a month of it and you'll be good? I mean, it depends on how into Smash Brothers they are. That's an entire thing. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Okay. Uh, or, or alternatively, like if they have a family, they can use a family plan or get on someone's family plan for cheaper. Right. I have two specific ones to me left, and I was right on one and wrong on one, and the other, you two are done here. Okay. Uh, I said Monster Hunter World would exceed expectations of fans, and it did. Yep, I agree with that. I was wrong about this one, and I'm fucking happy I was. Resident Evil 2 Remake doesn't get any updates about it. It's out in, like, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so now we got to do this. Some new ones. Again. Some new ones. Yep. 
Oh boy. So I'm trying to, I'm just scrolling back to what the chat said for uh, things we should uh, make predictions on. Okay. You're better at finding the uh, talking points anyway, because I don't really follow up with uh, stuff that's coming out. I don't look that far ahead. Oh man, I, I lost them. Hmm. Um, I could have sworn people had said stuff. Where is it? I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and roll forward this Nintendo subscription thing. Do you think they will make it worth it this year? I'll put Nintendo subscription finally worth it? Question mark. I, I got to say no, because they have like nothing announced. I don't know what they're. OK, I'm going to say, say they're gonna, yes. I'm going to say they're going to announce something at uh, at E3, but it's still not going to be worth it. Okay. Like they're gonna they're gonna announce an exclusive feature for it, and I'm still gonna be like, no. Okay. I I'll kind of I'll kind of add on to that. Okay. Go the for functionality it. that they're gonna have for Animal Crossing with it will be as lame as Octo as uh, Splatoon's was. Oh, the phone thing, which was, which was like you get like access to some clothes that you could send to your thing to buy or something. So I'm just gonna say it was you know it's it's lame basically. They don't do something cool with it for Animal Crossing. Hey, I'm gonna say yes because okay, I I want there was like only <laughs> okay, there was only like one that I can find. Which company will be hit hardest by late 2018's trans transgressions? I'm not exactly sure what they're yeah, referring to. Yeah, what transgressions? What happened? I don't know. I mean, that could mean the Fortnite thing with Sony. Okay. Um, I don't. Well, no, they they said they're going to do crossplay. Like they caved, right? Eventually. It took them a while. Yeah. I Stuff like Fallout, Blizzard, etc. Okay. Companies kind of just fucking up by their fans. I see. Okay. People are submitting some more now. Okay. Um, do you think Met- Metroid Prime 4 will be playable at some point this year? Metroid yes. Prime 4 question mark? or playable playable i think it'll be playable yes adding on do you think it comes out this year Mm, not out this year but trilogy will be a port of trilogy you think a port of trilogy is gonna come out yeah okay i'm gonna say i could see four coming out this holiday yes i think i i think it might just miss and come out like in january or something so your so your prediction is Metroid Prime 4 gets an early 2019 release date? Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Paul, on any of those? At, at best, it gets that. <clears throat> at best. I'm just going to say yes. It come, to which one? It comes out this year. It comes out this year? Yeah. In 2018? Okay. Um, do you think another Nintendo console gets added to the online service? That's what I think the E3 announcement is going to be for the SNES on, for the online. I think they're going to okay. start doing let's, SNES. Let's also do one further. Which which console? SNES. Or which handheld? SNES or Game Boy. I think yes, and I think they would. I think it would be SNES. <clears throat> it sounds like we all agree on this. <laughs> so yes and SNES, I think, is uh, almost feels safe. <laughs> almost. But you never know with this company. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're already two years into this console and it's not there for some reason. Um, do you think any more ports or remix or sorry, remakes come to the 3DS this year? Let's ignore Bowser's inside story since we already know about that yeah. one. Any more? Get I'm going to say one more and it's the last one. This is the last year for 3DS. But I feel like that's a question I also kind of roll forward a couple times. Uh, 
So, okay, I'm trying to put this into better words. So you're saying this time next year, there will be no 3DS games on the horizon? Yes. Okay, I think that makes a bit more sense. I'll agree with that. Yep, me too. Here's one. Uh, I had one as well. Okay, you go ahead, you go ahead, because I'm rethinking my... Game Pass and uh, Gold are going to converge into just one service. Yes, but not until the next console. See, I'm with John, so I don't think it's going to happen this year. You don't think it's going to happen this year? So I, so I say no. Okay, so I'm going to say yes, though. Game Pass and Gold converge this year. So I'll put yes for me and then no for you, too. Because I could see them doing it before the new console to get people started on it as well. So I'm still going to stick by it. I feel like having the split is just easier for them. Perhaps, yeah. Do you remember what yours was? Yeah, I, I it didn't end up working, so I, I okay. I don't have a I I kind of canned it. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, what about new consoles? Do you think that that uh, remake that like Switch, you know, Switch the, the re- Lite or whatever. Yeah, whatever the remake of the Switch is, not not a full sequel. I'm gonna say second like the, iteration of Switch. There you go. That's better. Do you think that actually comes out this year? Uh, I'm gonna say yes for me. I'm gonna say late year. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say I'll say. Uh, yeah, it comes out this year too. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Okay, I like this one from the chat. Predictions for Kingdom Hearts three reception. I think it's going to be the same reception as all the rest is fans will enjoy it and everyone else will be like this. It's Kingdom Hearts. Please shut up. Do you think they'll enjoy it or do you think they'll be let down for how long it took and how underwhelming it could be? I think Kingdom Hearts fans are at a point where they don't even care anymore. Like they'll be you know they're fine if That's, they get something. I'm going to delete this. That's a good point. <laughs> I, I think Kingdom Hearts, uh, done, they've yeah. just been they've been wronged so much they that they're care. cold yep. to the touch. They don't have feelings. You're right. They are now, in fact, the heartless. <laughs> yeah. Um, here, oh, here's a good one. Smash DLC predictions. Ooh, yeah. Let's that's a let's go say a few characters that you think not not that you want that you actually think might happen. Oh. And I'll I'll do two. I think banjo just makes sense. I actually agree with you on that. I'm going to say it. And too. I think Travis touchdown makes too much sense. See, if it hadn't been for Bayonetta, I would have said there's no way they'd pick an M-rated character, but now maybe for Travis? Snake's on there, too. Snake's true, but like he also has some T-rated games that were on NES, the Nintendo consoles. Sure. Uh, so there's, there's my two. I think those ones could definitely I, happen. I really want to say Sora, but the more I think about it, like the, the legal oh, issues God. are too high to try to get, <clears throat> get around having Sora on there. But he would be okay. in, an incredible fit if they could swing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but okay, but say two that you I actually think would I want Banjo because like, like yeah. they got to make a prediction. I know, here. I know. I, I want to say Banjo Kazooie, but I don't think because of because of uh, Microsoft that it'll happen. I want to okay. say no to Banjo Kazooie. Ah, uh, fuck! I'm trying to think of other series that aren't really represented. Paul, do you have right two now. that you you actually think could happen? I agree with Banjo uh, right okay. off the bat i'm trying to think of i'll just throw one. some other ones out there because i already said two what do we what do you think about crash no 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 uh 
I'm thinking someone from Bandai Namco. So either a Tekken character like Hihachi or uh, shoot. What was that other Bandai Namco game I had in mind? Dragon Ball Z Fighters. Mm, maybe yeah. from someone Goku. from Tails. Someone from Tails. Hmm. <laughs> Which might be like, I guess, Lloyd. Don't they have Tales of Care? Like, don't they have like Lloyd as an assist trophy? No. I could have sworn he was. Okay. It would probably be Lloyd if they picked one. They did say Vesperia just came out on Switch. Yeah, that's also true. So yeah. if it was Repeat, you know, I'd be down if Repeat was playable. That's that's the dog with the pipe. Yep. Oh, you don't have to tell me, man. I've I've played Vesperia, believe me. All right. Um, okay, so what are your two? Your two is a Tekken character and Rapide. Yeah. So I just okay. say someone from Bandai Namco. Um, sure. And Paul, you you went Banjo and uh, oh oh no, hang on. Okay. Someone from Undertale, Sans. Wow. I'm gonna go with it. Okay. It, okay. It's known, are you it's adding known, that on or are you swapping someone? I'm, I'm adding that on because it's known okay. that Sakurai okay. loves Undertale. I'm okay. going. For, I'm leaning hard on it. Japan is getting into Undertale Mania right now. Like, there's a bunch of Groove Coaster maps with Undertale music and everything. So it would not shock me if we got if the Indian representation was someone from Undertale. Uh, as I was thinking of one that I thought would be kind of neat. It made me realize which one I kind of want and think could be plausible. And I'm going to say the Hollow Knight would be dope. Uh, okay. But originally I was going to say maybe like Madeline from Celeste. <laughs> Since that game got a lot of talk and it was big enough. Okay. I'm just going to put Celeste here. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was trying to think of what her attacks would be. And I guess it would just be a lot of like tackling I guess, or something. Sure. I don't know. If you look at the Animal Crossing characters, I would have asked you what would be too. So very good point. Who knows, man? Uh, okay, so uh going back to consoles. Do you think they announce PS5? I think they hint at it. I feel I like they're already hinting at it. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, yes. yes. Xbox already hinted at it that their new like ones, we already so. have like the code name for Xbox and stuff, which I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, I'm just saying straight uh, up yes. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure if that was right. Um. So okay, I'm gonna say we do, they don't say PS5 this year because they're leaving E3. I want to say that's probably gonna be a 2020 thing. Okay. So I'm gonna say no official word on PS5. I nope, say that they announce word. it during their like what's their September event they do PlayStation yeah, experience par- or whatever. Yeah. Pl- yeah, there's PlayStation experience. There's also Paris Games Week, but I think that's earlier in the year. I think I think they're going to announce it that at that Paris experience. Okay. So you could you could double up. Do you think there will be a PlayStation experience cuz they canceled that this year? Ooh, I didn't think of that. See, I don't think what, they would because they're they, not even doing E3. What do they have on their roster this for this year for releases? No one really knows Ghost of right Tsushima. now, right? Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. They have uh, that Last of Us 2. motorcycle zombie game. Yeah. Last of Us 2. Uh, and then um, Hideo Kojima. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Uh, they, they, don't, they feel they don't have enough for E3. Then, then probably not. There's probably not a PlayStation experience. I don't know. So then that cancels out the last prediction, right? Yeah. What do you think, Paul? Official word on PS5 this year. I mean, I already said yes. 
Okay, sorry. I, I'm I just straight up saying yes. I'm not saying what event it would be at. I don't care what event. Yeah, I, I don't know what event it could be at either, but I feel like they might say it's something. Me too. You could just say yes with us, John, and then not pick an event. That's fair. I'll just say yes then. Okay. Um, I think let's get more specific with the Xbox one because they've already hinted at the next one. But they've also taught, we've also heard some like pretty solid rumors about these like discless consoles or slim versions. Okay. Wh- which one of them actually like do we get official word on maybe come out? D- do you think we actually hear from like Phil Spencer about a discless Xbox in 2019? Sure. I think so too. I think that that's that seems like a, a the way they would want to go. Yep. I'm I and then do you, agree. Do, do you think we hear official word on Scarlet? Official word no because of the discless Xbox. Okay. I think this is That's a good that's a good point. Yeah, I think this will be the last year for Xbox 1 officially and then like it'll be that half year that most consoles get in 2020. Yeah. I think 2020 for for Scarlet. Just to be, contra- you're saying for official word on Scarlet? Uh, release. I'm going to say 2020 oh, for release well, I think I think everything is coming out 2020, I guess. Yeah, me too. Um, but in terms of the word, I think we hear official word on it this year. Uh, because remember, they mentioned Scorpio pretty far in advance. That's true. Yeah, you know what? I'll agree with you on that then. Okay. And what did you say, Paul? Yes. To uh, Scarlet. Discless and hearing it this year? Yep. Okay. Uh, why don't we come up with just a couple more and then call it? Okay. Maybe some game-specific ones that aren't Nintendo games. Let's talk Death Stranding because okay, it's right. been forever. If it doesn't come out this year, it's a PS4 launch title. PS5, you mean? Sorry, you're right. Yeah, if it doesn't come out this year, it's a PS5 launch title. Okay. Adding on to that, is it on both, though? Okay, first of all, do we think it comes out this year? Let's start at the very basics. At all. I think it has to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I would agree with you if it was anyone I but know, Kojima. I know, that's the problem. <laughs> I'm gonna if say, it was anyone but Kojima and Team Ico, I would say it has to come out this year. <laughs> I'm going to say no. It's not going to, but because I hope I'm wrong. I'm going to say no as well. Okay. <laughs> it's never coming out. Well, I'm not Kojima, saying that. Why are you, I'm not why saying are you that like this, Kojima? Uh, I'm going to say it does come out this year because like I said, if it doesn't, it has to be a launch title for PS5 instead. So I'm going to put for you Death Stranding, uh, yes, or PS5 title at worst. Um, do you think we hear about the next Team Ico game? No. No. They got to be doing something. I think they have to take a break after the the weird reception of The Last Guardian, the weird development cycle of it. they were well. They did the Shadow of Colossus. Remastered. Was that them? I thought that was a different studio. Oh, I assumed it was them since it's their game. It could be someone else. Uh, yeah, I don't think we hear from Team Ico. Okay. <laughs> so we agree. <laughs> um, how do you think Crackdown Three does? <sighs> Not I, well enough to make back their money. <laughs> I'll tell you I'm, that much. Well, it's gonna be. It's on. It's on Game Pass. Uh, but I mean, more like fan reception. Yeah. Uh, they, like, is, it is a good game. Blue Point Games did Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. So this is Do what I'm writing down for me. Crackdown 3 is too little, too late. Yeah, I'll agree with that. That was supposed to be a launch shell for Scorpio. 
I'll be I'll go I'll go contrast to that and I'll say they they delayed it so much and it ended up being a good game. So Crackdown three delays prove to make possible difference. Sure. Yep. Um, along with that, Anthem. What do you think oh, fuck, about dude. Bioware with Anthem? <sighs> Here's the thing. Like, do I be cynical about it? Because I don't want to be. I want it to be good. <laughs> you want to open up your heart to Bioware again. I'm there with you. I'm going to say something, and I might regret saying it, but uh, I think Anthem causes, or EA shuts down a Bioware studio because of Anthem. That's a big prediction. Anthem big causes guy, right? Bioware shutdown. I feel like you're right if a- Anthem a doesn't studio. hit Bioware. A spe- specify yeah. a studio, because like, I think Bioware okay. as a whole will still survive, because sure. they have a new Dragon Age in the works. But I think I think whatever like one studio is going to feel the brunt of EA if uh, Anthem does bad. This is mostly wishful thinking. I think Anthem does well. They're in a place where they can't afford to have a misstep. Uh, I want to go kind of as crazy as John on this. I'm just trying to think of how it, it would be. Okay, I'm going to just swing for the fences and just say something stupid. Anthem does okay, not enough for EA. They drop <laughs> Bioware completely. There's no way they drop Bioware completely. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. But at, at worst, I could it's be a prediction. Half, at best, I could be half right. But there we go. Okay, I think that's probably good. What do you guys think? Yeah. Actually, let's do one more because it's kind of recent. Um, Bungie and Activision. Ooh, oh. yeah. With Destiny, or what? What do you think happens with Destiny? Do you think here's a good way? Do you think this time next year uh, are we still talking about Destiny and looking forward to what's next? Or you know, fans, the well, community. How, well, how long has Destiny Two been out? Was that a last year game? That was a it was a last year game, and then this year they released three chunks of DLC, which they did the same thing with Destiny One. They did a year of that, then they kind of did a bunch of DLC that like revamped everything with the Taken King. So they did the same trajectory this time. There's no way they're going indie and doing destiny three. That seems like a death sentence for them. Uh, well not even destiny two specifically. Just do you think that this time next year is destiny still like, man, they did some cool stuff and like, yeah, I'm looking forward to what they have announced, whether it's destiny three or, or do you think so it's like do you think man that really sucked and I, it was awful that they closed their doors and so do we the do we think bungie's going to be around by next year is the question you're asking basically i'm going to say yes okay that i think that's a good place to start if nothing else yeah okay do you think destiny's still around though yes in in like in like a either as either as an extended either as an extended dlc plan or the, well, the, or they hint destiny 3 Okay, so I guess I would take that as like we're still positively looking forward yes. to the next. Yes. Stuff yeah. Yeah. Okay. They wouldn't have gone through all this yeah, hassle if they didn't it, have a plan. Yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to to know. It's because it's so uh, soon. But I I agree with you. And like I said on yesterday's podcast, they must have some. They must have a plan, or they wouldn't have done it. So I'll say, yeah, ne- this time next year, Bungie's doing fine. Okay. Diablo. I, I think that's good mobile oh, okay. Go ahead. comes out <laughs> is actually okay but everyone still hates blizzard 
I'll agree with that. <laughs> um, I feel like that's a safe bet. That's a and that's I'll, a safe one. You can copy and paste that one for me again, and and you can switch out the keywords for Elder Scrolls Blades comes out and is okay, but everyone still hates Bethesda. <laughs> yes. Same with Elder Scrolls Blades. I'm going to copy and paste that for me as well. Okay, here's the last one. Uh, s- predictions on the Sonic movie. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> bad. It's bad. Yeah. Sonic. It's bad, but do we still like Ben Schwartz? Ooh. And I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Man <laughs> just wants a paycheck. That's all. Okay, I think that was, that's a that's a solid amount of predictions. The Sonic movie. I hate the fact that the Sonic movie is coming out on my birthday. I, I absolutely hate that. Because <laughs> you know you have to go to it for your birthday? Pretty much. More than like, usually I'm not home for my birthday. I'm on a TRG trip. So more than likely that's what's going to happen. Is <laughs> Hey, they have movies down here too. Well, that's what I mean. I'm going to be forced to go okay. watch it because everyone's like, oh, it's your birthday, John. Let's go watch the Sonic movie. It's like, oh, God damn it. Yeah, I mean, you'll never have another opportunity to go see Sonic's first movie on your birthday. So I'm beginning to learn my birthday is just cursed. <laughs> All right. Um, OK, I think that does it. This has been a long podcast as usual. Thank you to everyone who has listened through it. And thanks, everyone, for sticking with us for another year. Here is to 2019. Woo. Looking forward to video Yay. games. Yay. Yay. Um, so yeah, so we'll be back next week because uh, uh, we apparently all we do is podcast. That's our lives yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, we've been at this for two and a half hours right now. So, yep, plus two and a half from yesterday. That's a lot of podcasting. Yeah. So. All right. So I hate you we'll all. Talk Goodbye, to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. See you. Thank you. I, I want to go to bed. <laughs>